I really had to lean into being funny. I really had to, I was like, how do I do that shit? So <laughs> then I, I got a couple books, how to, how to be funny, went to a couple acting classes. You did I not, really? <laughs> no, I didn't do it. <laughs> I was like, shit, there's no way. Yeah. I went to, to howtobefunny.com and, oh, my God, I'm almost running out of material. Like, that website's carried me for so long. Oh the secret is out. I went, I went to go. It's an old GeoCities website. I went to it. And it's 404. <laughs> my career's gone. Oh, shit. My How to Be Funny oh. GeoCities website's gone. Welcome to Tardux, a podcast right. for content creators to come share their stories. Wait, should I go get my cloak? <laughs> I might need to get my cloak. A cloak for what? <laughs> I got this spooky thing set up. It's Halloween. Uh, go get your cloak if you want to get your cloak. Uh, it's a little bit hot. All right. Okay, hey, all right. Carry on. All right. Restart. Restart. Okay. All right. Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come share their stories, experiences, and advice. And I have General Sam, and I have no idea where this is going to go. Whoa. No, it'll be fine. I don't know. You keep acting like I'm just going to like pull off my shirt and I'll have like bombs and shit under my shirt. It's over uh, the internet. I can't do anything to you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we do is we start with three random questions to get the juices flowing. So are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So um, as a little kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be like this, man. You're getting into my deep psyche. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, when I was a kid, what did I want to be? Hmm. Besides right, a, 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 her a terror for teachers, I'm sure that's who you no. were. Oh no, the teachers love me. Oh, okay. My, my fellow students did not care for me a whole lot. <laughs> oh, but no. the teachers, teachers were they adored me. Um, no, when I was a child, I went to. Uh, where do you live, by the way? You seem like a Midwesterner kind of guy. I am from Eastern Canada, an island out in the North Atlantic originally, and now I'm up in Connecticut. Okay. Um, you weren't even close. Yeah, not even close. I was just trying to, like, gauge by the look. Yeah. Like, this guy's got glasses and a hat on. Probably fucking Detroit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's a human being. Yes, um, an older guy. I had nothing to go off of. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no. When I was a child, I went to um, this uh, this place. What was this place called? Saint George Island. It's like a little beach community in Florida. Yeah. They had these like rental houses that were like pencil houses, right? And um, they were really cool. But I remember I went there for a big family vacation, and I was like, I'm gonna. I told my mom, I was like, I'm gonna buy us one of those one day. And uh, I could afford to buy it now, but I'm not. <laughs> that, was, that was a pipe dream just to keep the old lady happy. But uh, <laughs> no, no. When I was young, I was like, okay, so in order to get that pencil house, I need to make a lot of money. And I found out pharmacists make a lot of money. Yeah. And so I wanted to be a pharmacist. Based, this is like the most fucking insane little kid thing ever. But I wanted to, my job was just money. I was like, how do I acquire money? <laughs> pharmacists, they seem to do nothing all day. They have the little people up front to tell old people how to take pills and then yeah. they just kind of sit in the back and do paperwork and All that right. seemed ideal to me 
But that now that you mention it, that's horrifying that I had no passions as a child. I was not like, I want to be an astronaut or I want to change the world. You just wanted money. I was like, how do I buy a pencil house for my fucking mom? <laughs> oh, all right. Awesome. And then I achieved it and I never bought that pencil you house. didn't buy her the house? No, I didn't buy her shit. Oh. I moved her in with my grandma. I said, take care of my grandma. <laughs> All right, you and Abby are going out for supper. No kids. What are you eating? Uh, sushi. Okay, easy. Yeah. No, I, wait, no, redact that. Uh, <laughs> beef tips or something. I don't All know. Right. There's like two sushi restaurants in town. I don't want someone to fucking bomb one on date night. <laughs> That's true. All right. <laughs> well, a missile strike me. <laughs> I'll bleep that out. All right. <laughs> So, now, yeah. the last one's going to be a good one. If you were cursed and had to spend an eternity living as a character in any TV show, who would it be? Cursed? Like a negative thing? Yeah. Um, hmm. One of those people that, like, orbits around Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. All right, there we go. And just ha having to fucking put up with that guy. <laughs> no, imagine being that blonde lady from the Big Bang Theory. No. Uh -uh. Just having to hang out with those fucking people. No, I'd kill myself. Christ. <laughs> I would close my head in the door really hard. <laughs> That'd be season one, episode one. I would Done. walk in as the blonde lady. He would say one word, and then I would fucking turn my own head around. <laughs> turn it around backwards. Oh, shit. All right, so let's get started. So before you made your first YouTube video, what did you do? Oh, man. Yeah, I God, I, I have a long work history. Um, not really. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, I'm not what you would call an industrious person. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I did some maintenance work for, uh, some apartments. Yeah. Um, surprisingly got a, not a lot of pussy doing that job. So I <laughs> no, quit I, that. Yeah. Um, and then I got into hot air balloon repairing. No um, way. Really? Yeah. It was a That's family a business. Yeah. Oh, shit. And that's why everybody says, like, that's a thing. Yeah. But I guess it makes sense. When, if it, like, you know, when they get wrapped around telephone poles and shit, out. they don't just, like, all right, calling it quits. I <laughs> guess the utility guy's going to unwrap that. And Oh, shit. That's so yeah. cool. I'm starting to see through the wicker on my basket. <laughs> I can see the earth. I'll be fine. I'll just find a new one. Yeah, I mean, it's a guy, it, people take up clients and shit. You have to be licensed. You have yeah. To be, you know, you have to pass inspection and stuff. They're not going to let some guy be, like, opening up a business with a hot air balloon, no. taking people up in the in the sky, and it, you know, you go to inspect it, and it's like a lawn chair with a red <laughs> balloon attached to it. No, they, there's standards for these things. They have to be inspected. They have to, you have to check the box, you yeah. know? Okay. Yeah. Now, did you ever go up in them? Oh, well, with the little sandbags, so, yeah. you know, I'm not going to fly away. No, it's a, it's a it's suicide man's sport. They, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you've seen those videos? <laughs> fucking assholes only do that in places where, like, it it's just a death trap. Like, they yeah. always do it. Uh, hot air balloons are really popular where Tornado Alley is. Like, people just <laughs> climb up and then get whipped away into the stratosphere. Oh. Like, why don't you do this in a place where there's, like, no weather yep. problems, you know? Oh but, shit! But yeah, and then um, and then I I quit that, and I was like, uh, well, it was a transitioning moment. You can't just like start doing YouTube and go like I'm right. full time. So I started doing YouTube, and then I lost my channel to a network. 
you, you remember those networks? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was like if people would be like, you have to join a network. And then, and then I would go, uh, why? <laughs> and they would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? You're un... It's like, that's like the, the back in the day, that was the unvaccinated. They're like, yeah. you're not part of a network. <laughs> I only talk to people within a certain MCN circle. All right? yeah. Like, if you're not part of a network, I'm not talking to you. And I joined one and they stole all my damn money. Couldn't you no believe way. it? Yeah. Oh, shit. And then, uh, and then I said some embarrassing stuff in an email that I don't want to circulate. But, yeah. Uh, I basically threatened to kill this guy's wife. And then he was like, you're never getting your channel back ever again. Oh my God. <laughs> and he yelled at Ransom. Holy shit. <laughs> And, yeah. and after he told me that, I was like, okay, well, I mean, thanks. I mean, that's what I wanted to hear. I just wanted to hear like a verbal from you that I was never getting it back. So I knew to go make another channel. Yeah. And oh all it took God. was a measly death threat. Can you believe it? Like, <laughs> that's it? Yeah, Shit. that's it. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, then, and then I made the current channel. Yeah. And uh, I it started, started uploading there. that thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And now, okay, so here's a good one. So if you had to fill out a D&D character sheet for high school Sam, what would be your two top characteristics? Um, hmm. As a guy that recently made a D&D character loosely modeled on myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're talking no, about high school Sam, though. We're not talking yeah, about yeah. current no, no, Sam. No. See, that, that's like everybody goes back and goes like, like, man, I wish I could do it all again. You know those guys that peaked in high school? Oh, I wish I could do it all again, man. Like Uncle Pedro's and shit. Yep. They got their high school jacket the... and still. And, yeah. yeah. Got the letterman on, working down at the <laughs> fucking quick lube. <laughs> <laughs> I still got my letterman, man. Um, no, I think uh, when I think about going back, I spent a huge chunk of my teenage years really concerned about social interactions and yeah. was like scared to do stuff yeah and then now i've realized that like hey, nobody this is nobody's doing this the second time around everybody's <laughs> on their first go through life nobody oh shit i knocked over my chalice <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows like what they're doing really yeah and like if people act like they know what they're doing it's like the people that I believe it's when they're like 88 years old and they're yeah. like, I figured it out. And then they die, you know, but <laughs> yeah. like nobody that young has it figured out. Everybody's equally as scared as mm -hmm. you. I wish yeah. my mom would have told me that's why I'm going to tell my kids when they get to like height or like when they start to go middle into like middle school yeah. and, and high school, you have to sit them down and go like, you're just as out of place as everybody else. Like yeah. you have that feeling of like, I don't want to say imposter syndrome because imposter syndrome means like, like if you're a CEO or something like that, it's like, do I really, do I, am I worth being here or whatever? Or do, yeah. Have I earned this? But like imposter syndrome and like, am I at a place? Like I used to always have that feeling like, I felt like I was a pod person and they were about to figure out that I was a pod person. You know what I mean? Like they're onto me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wish I could go back in time and just be like, dude, just don't give a fuck. You're yeah. not going to go into the corporate world. Just don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Do the weirdest shit you can. At all times. Yeah. That's all that matters. And just be happy. Yeah, just having fun. Yeah. At other people's expense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I leave that piece out with, when you talk to your children about that. Just you know. Yes. Yeah, I'll leave that part out. I'll, like, I'll say, you guys be like Jim Carrey, all right? You're like a one-man act. 
<laughs> Don't listen to your pop here. Your pop takes it out on other people. <laughs> now, if you're having this conversation, is Abby there with you? And would she smack you in the back of the head when you go down that path? Or would she just let you go? She's just as socially retarded as I am, dude. Like, we got nothing going for us. <laughs> Yeah, I like imagine me without the internet. Yeah, I don't you know. know that. That's Abby. Like, I, I yeah, I'm not. I'm not calling over any friends to come over on the weekends <laughs> to drink or anything. Like, I got nothing going on in this fucking empty house <laughs> except for them kids. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, If it wasn't for public school, those kids would turn out like children of the corn or something. (laughs) There'd be some some weird motherfuckers. (laughs) Dad's screaming at his computer again. Uh, Oh, shit. Oh, man. So, all right. So when did video games start? Hey, I never got to my stats. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yes, what are your stats? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So in ideal world, it would have have been not charisma, but like what's like a conniving version of charisma? Is that like the rogue? You're like a... a yeah, uh, like a like imagine like a, no. a person that can manipulate people, but yep. is there people aren't necessarily drawn to them, right? Yeah, I think my ideal hero or maybe anti-hero would be like that worm tongue guy from Harry Lord po- of the Rings. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah, that's always like whispering in the guy's ear. Yeah, yeah, on somebody's uh, shoulder saying, "Hey, yes, go go yeah. do that." You do that. <laughs> I will sit back here with some yeah manipulation. <laughs> I will sit here and eat my tots. <laughs> um, yeah, something like that. So I, I don't know if that's like charisma or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably max that out. Yeah. And then um, is like penis size a thing? <laughs> we can make know? it up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a fictional character, right? Clearly, yeah. Hanging dong and charisma. <laughs> All right, there we things. go. Yeah. Oh. But if we're being serious about high school, Sam, yeah, um, probably like <laughs> pretty low stats all the way down the board. <laughs> Not a lot, a lot of, of expectations set. No, no, no. But a lot of room for growth. Yeah, that's the important part. You know, you don't want to min max that early in life. No, you know, no. you want to yeah, have some achievements. Sure. You want to be able to accomplish and check off. That's what I tell my mom. I say I failed. For a long time, yep. so that I it would be you know successes were easier down the road. Yep, that's yeah, that's you know, like I my worked son. Out, I worked out for the first time today. Yeah, like, I got like a, a squat rack. Yep, and I got a, all these everything so damn heavy. I got these plates, big plates of steel and iron that I have to lift up, and um, I got this app that like helps me like you know uh, was it like track my workouts yep. or whatever. I did my workout, first time doing it, and so I logged in on my stats. It said, you have 18 new personal records. (laughs) And now I don't want to work out ever again. (laughs) I fucking broke 18 records. I'm never topping that. I started out at the top, champ. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you don't want to do. You want to be in high school. You want to be completely unsuccessful, no friends, get no pussy. Bad grades. Uh, Just don't get arrested. Fail to get into college. Uh, You should probably get your GED like me. Um, Truancy officer constantly hunting you down like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, Stuff like that. That's how you want to start your life. Okay. Uh, Then, you know, when you do get those little victories, they look massive. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now from a video game standpoint, when did things start for you? 
Oh, you ever heard of a game called Skyrim? Uh, yeah, that was your first yeah. foray into video games. No, oh, that no, that was like my first success on YouTube. Yeah, no, I'm talking about yeah. when you started the video. Like, you know, did you start out with an Atari or you know, you're uh, a little older? Um, uh, Sega Genesis. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I think yeah, it was a Sega Genesis, and there was this game called uh, Clay Fighters. Yeah, it was like a uh, yeah. stop motion. Had like Ichibod Clay and a couple other badasses on it. Yeah. Um, I was also a huge fan of Earthworm Jim. Yep. And um, we played we played a lot of Sega Genesis for a while, and then and I by the way, as far as like old timey controllers go, dude, the Genesis fucking slapped that little oh, yeah. like curved mm -hmm. with the, the abc and a line yeah. you know i don't have to look down and go like am i supposed to be doing like the cross or whatever it was just a line doop, doop, doop. yeah it was easy yeah i love that controller yeah uh, also by the way the sega dreamcast controller was fucking slept on <laughs> that controller rocks all right the, the rumble pack in that thing you had the yeah. digital screen you could put in it oh yeah and yeah. it just felt good in your hands dude. yeah that that and of course i went from N64 to the Dreamcast, so that was like N64 was made for a completely different fucking species. <laughs> I don't know who I don't know who the fuck they made that for. Yeah, it's goddamn Japanese. <laughs> they were like, I don't know, maybe the rest of the world's irradiated too. We'll give them a fucking third little knob to hold on to. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I learned that shit, dude. You would be amazed what you can get around. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like mastering the N64 controllers, like when those people, you know, when they paint with their feet because they're, like, disabled or whatever, I feel yep. like I'm, I'm I'm achieving something by mastering the N64 controller for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. God. But that was, uh, that was, I think, like, the Sega, yeah, the Sega Genesis. I keep wanting to say Sega Saturn, but... Yep. Or, but that's that's like a super rare one. But uh, Sega Genesis, and then at Blockbuster, yeah, we'd roll up there on the weekends when I've been a good boy, uh -huh. and we would rent. I don't know if you remember this, but N64s had a briefcase that, like, you would just walk up there, grab the briefcase, and inside, Nintendo was fucking awesome back then, dude. They they did like everything like clear plastic that was colored, yeah, like the old Macs and stuff they used to do. And inside those little briefcases, you could see the N64, like two or three controllers, and then you had like all the fixings and stuff to yeah. have yourself an awesome time. And I would invite, you know, one of my friends over for the weekend, and we would uh, we would just play like GoldenEye or whatever. And I did that like basically enough times that my mom could have bought a regular N64 like <laughs> yeah. seven times over. But uh, she was stupid with money, so that's why... <laughs> That's why I always had a rented N64 and her fucking purchased N64. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. And then over the years, when did you jump into the PC space? Was that in high school or a little later on? Oh, I well, okay. So I, I uh, you know, I saw those people making like, you know, YouTube videos. And I was yeah. like, I want to get in on that. And so I got that thing called a Dazzle. You remember the yeah, Dazzle? Yeah, yeah. Um, advertised 480p, man, they fucking lied their asses off. <laughs> I, I want, I want you to show me 480p coming out of that dazzle. <laughs> if someone can show me scientific fact of 480p coming out of a dazzle, 
I would I will pay money. Not uh, take that last statement away. I ain't paying nothing. <laughs> but I will be impressed. I and and this was before like software held your hand and everything. Right. So. You know, in the beginning, guys, if you're starting out YouTube, you're going to steal everything under the sun, okay? <laughs> like, you're going to have stolen software, you're going to have stolen games, you're going to have stolen everything. Uh, <sighs> font packs, yeah. music, uh, you just basically turn into the biggest criminal in the world when you start YouTube. And uh, so I was stealing shit left, right, front and center. And uh, I remember, like, on Premiere, that was before they, they did any sort of hand-holding. They didn't tell you, like, I couldn't line up. This is my footage, mm -hmm. and exporting it, you need to export in, like, the same package that it's, you know, being brought in at. So I would always just just compress and degrade the shit oh, out of my shit. footage, and I was like, what the hell's going on here? And yeah. then, like, have it recording mic and everything. It was just such a pain in the ass on console. I could never figure it out. Yeah. And I was like, I tried explaining this to my friends. They didn't get it. But yeah. I'm like, if you are, you know, you have a PC— you have a PC. Don't lie to me. I know you got a PC. This is the 2000s, dude. You can get away with having a smartphone now, but back then you had to have a PC. Yep. And they had a console. I knew that because I was talking to them on it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, gaming PCs are so expensive. I was like, if you simply just take the cost of the console yep. and roll that into your already purchased PC price or whatever, if you yep. just put those two numbers together, you got yourself a gaming PC for the most part. Yeah. You know? Especially since, like, dude, PC's so great. You can get, like, so many banger games for, like, five bucks. Yeah. You know, everything for Xbox, you go to the store, $60. Yeah. $60. Oh, it's on sale. It's been, it's, <laughs> it was two years ago. The game's dead now. $45. Like, yeah. It's, it's still expensive on, on a console. So uh, I made the shift over to PC probably in, like, 2009 or 2010 yeah. or something. My yeah. grandma got her, uh, she got cancer in her leg. Yeah. And she got that thing cut off. And, uh, and so we're, we made her master bathroom, like, wheelchair accessible. And yeah. we widened all the doors and redid it and everything. And, uh, and for my help in that, I was given $450. Oh. And with that $450, I jump-started my I bought like PC parts secondhand from all my friends. I went to them, I was like, you got like a graphics card or something laying around here? And they would like pull it out of their closet and they would <laughs> sell it to me for nothing. So I put together this really shitty PC. Yeah. And uh and immediately jumped on TF2 because I was I was watching people play TF2. I was like, Yeah, Whoa, I, I had the orange box on on console. You remember that shit? Yeah. And they have you seen what console had versus what PC had back then? Oh yeah. <laughs> You had, like, two maps on the orange box, mm -hmm. I think. And I was playing, and I was like, this has so much potential. And then I watched a YouTube video. This guy's eating sandwiches and shit. And, like, they had, like, all these different gadgets for the yep. spy. And there was hats. Oh, my God. The hat <laughs> game was completely... It was not even close. The console hat game was weak. There was no hats at all. So I, I had to get in, in the PC. And, yeah. Uh, I basically played TF2 almost exclusively for a long time. Okay, and now over the years, what you know, what were some of your favorite games? Looking back, Skyrim's Daisy. probably a, Daisy. Daisy, I'm oh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that right now, man. If you if you're gonna ask, like, what's the ones that? By the yeah. way, should I be recording this? Or you got this. I right? got this. I told you okay. I got this. We're all good, man. I'm freaking out. I've never done it like this. <laughs> you got me freaked out, man. Are you sure you got this? We got this. Don't worry, Sam. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, uh, I don't like. 
imagine all the shit that I played on console. Yeah. Getting on PC and all of a sudden like a game like DayZ comes out. Yeah. And this was Operation Arrowhead where you had to like do the crazy install of the mod and everything mm-hmm. and get the separate launcher and everything. That was back when Dean Hall was considered like a genius. Yeah. You know. Now what is he? He's a fucking nobody. <laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> Oh fucking asshole! That's what <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like just a game like that where you know you your guy dies, he's gone. Yep. You know it was so intense, and I was like, wait, there's like no match time. There's no you just you're just in the world, right? You know your friend dies, you can just camp his body for Ever. four and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> like that was insane to me. Like yeah. the the whole concept was so insane, and that just changed how I I saw games. I yeah. Think. Yeah, because that was insane too. Because I, I always did, I, I did, I like turned it into a, like I got obsessive over that game. Yeah, in a way that I'd never gotten obsessive about games before. Like it, it became like a sociology experiment. You can see how this trickled down to to Tarkov over time. But, yeah, because Tarkov is condensed, mm-hmm. concentrated Daisy. Right. You don't get Buck Fever. Like, have you ever gotten Buck Fever on Tarkov? You. Yes. Yeah, I think I have. A, yeah. There's been moments where you're looking at someone, you're like, oh, shit, man, should I shoot or am I going to fuck this up? And then all of a sudden you're second. Yeah, you're like laying an interchange of a four man rolls by and you're just laying there in one of the stores like, fuck, do I. You've been laying there 18 minutes. Yeah. Now, imagine being like, you know, my teenage years or whatever. And I've been laying there for three hours. (laughs) I see one guy. I would sit there and I, in the map, I would, I would be like, okay, people are going to go for Sherno and Electro, and then they're going to want to head north naturally, right? Mm-hmm. And so now there's these three different interstates or whatever that head north. This one north of Magalevka is probably going to be the one that they're going to take because there's like a gas station in between here and there. And I would like, I would sit there and like figure out these little paths. Like, and I wish they would provide maps of this shit. Like, what are the most commonly traveled places? Right, yeah. Just so I can lay at the place where I know they're going to travel. But I know they're going to be, like, feet up on the desk, <laughs> fucking eating chips and shit, like, not paying attention. You know, because when you're, like, uh, four minutes outside of Starry Sabor, that's when you fucking sit up and start dusting off all the Cheeto <laughs> shit. And, all right, we're about to get into some shit. But, like, you know, the 10 minutes of travel time before then? Yeah. No, dude, you're lounging. You're not ready to get shot. So that this was... chain shit. So this yeah. was the birth of the rat in Tarkov then essentially for you uh yeah I definitely have a history of being like that guy <laughs> that you're just like fuck dude fuck <laughs> well it's funny <laughs> one of my buddies said hey ask Sam if, if what advice would he give to a person starting Tarkov and he goes I bet you he would say Camp D2 <laughs> no 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 actually you know what the best advice I've ever heard for Tarkov is? Yeah. And uh, Sequisha gave this out. If he, I don't know if he knows Sequisha. Yeah. But he um, he was just like, it's such, it's, it is a very newbie thing to do, and I catch myself doing it sometimes. But if you got some shit and you're going to extract, just slow the fuck down. Yeah. It, it, is, so, it is so me to, like, grab something, and I just go like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just, to the, to the exit and I just run reckless abandon yeah. and I get shot every time he's just like just walk as if it's the beginning of the raid just keep keep calm dude just yeah. calm down you don't have to run to the exit just walk the same way you were walking from the entrance you know yeah 
But besides that, um, yeah, what was that intro? Let's see. Uh, advice for people playing Tarkov. Oh, we can get that one later. We're talking about your games. Daisy was one of your yeah. favorites. Skyrim was in there too. Skyrim was big for me too. Yeah, yeah. I really I, and I really like Fallout yeah. as well. All the Fallouts. Um, I I like games where yeah you can just kind of like push your way around and and test the little limits of yeah of the world in a fun way yeah but mm-hmm. I think like once I got a bite of multiplayer games yeah it, it definitely like changed. I don't, dude. I don't know about you. I can't play shit that's single player anymore, dude. I got no <laughs> stories. It's just because it's so linear, or and you like the multiplayer because you never know where things are going to go. You got to have the human element, man. Yeah, there has to be a human element. It's, that's that's what's great is just fucking over other people, not fucking them over, but right. like the interaction. Yeah. yeah. Now, is I that- told this story a million times, but Daisy once again one of the most impactful things I've ever had, the most frightful experience I've ever had. I've said this a, a thousand times, but it, it is funny to me. It's just, I was in a, a apartment building on Daisy and I was up at the top floor and this guy just like walks up outside and so nonchalantly, you can tell he was like lounging back in his chair. Yeah. He was just like, uh, Hey dude, I, uh, know you're up there and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to go up those stairs and I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Okay. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it was a total head game. Like, he, yeah. guess what he did? He went up he, there and killed you? He <laughs> killed the shit out of me. I had no chance because I was like, I could just hear him stomping. And I was like, yeah. oh, God, he's on, like, the sixth floor. There's, like, five <laughs> floors left. I was freaking <laughs> the fuck out. And, like, he just walked up there and just massacred me. There was no chance. He just, it was so matter-of-factly how he said it. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. And it, it was like the, the human element to that is yeah. great. You know, you could play Call of Duty all day and get a quad kill or whatever right. and stunt on those motherfuckers and do drop shots and stuff. But until you can just, like, hear the fear in their voice, it's uh, it doesn't hit quite the same. Yeah. Well, I never I never got into Daisy early. I missed that window. But recently I had a, um, a content creator, Ariana, who's a, she does a lot of Daisy, and she told me about the story, her, you know, a crazy story in Daisy where she was walking by a house. It was at night. She looked in. There was like a guy with a you know, mask on, a glow stick. And he was saying he told her to come in. And she went in. She t- oh. he tied her up. He killed you himself. Bitch. <laughs> he killed herself. He killed himself in front of her. And then she was like, what the fuck? That game Where's is your goddamn up? survival instinct? This is a. It's like a horror movie, you know? Yeah, what are, what lady, are you, doing? you need to fucking be these men are scary, dude. You, need to, you see a guy wearing a mask, and he's like, come on in. Okay. No. Maybe she was like, hey, it's a game, you know? Yeah. Hey, this, in, in the real world, I would be terrified, but maybe I'm going to extend the olive branch. Maybe nothing bad will happen to me, yeah. and I'm going to see if men, are they just creepy or are they actually <laughs> evil? Yeah, she was good. She will never trust another. God, even in games, they're horrific. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. shoot, man, this would be a great spot to go get a Dr. Pepper <laughs> fridge, wouldn't it? Wouldn't absolutely, this good, go for this it. Be an awesome, Dr. Pepper. I think moment? it is Dr. Pepper break. They're in front of you. <laughs> Where the fuck's my headphones at? <laughs> oh. So now, what what was the reason you want you jumped into YouTube? Oh, all that money! <laughs> yeah, 
No, I don't think they were even doing ads and stuff back when I when I started. Yeah. Um, I think they had just started doing them in like 2011 is when they started putting like lots of ads or whatever. But money wasn't like the reason. Because I just ran to my fridge <laughs> to get this. <laughs> so anyways, guys. Well, it's a big house, you know? You like, what? <laughs> oh, it's just a YouTube million mansion. That's a, it was a, I'm looking at the fridge. It's like 12 feet away. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, um, <sighs> what got me started? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was just uh, yeah, them, them them Call of Duty videos, man. Yeah, that's what it was. No editing then, experience beforehand. This was your first jump into it with the the, the dazzle. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, dude, I just want to say like, there's I get messages. I don't know if they're if it's just people like gassing me up because they like me or whatever like yeah. my videos um but <clears throat> i make videos that i would like to see yeah and there are some people that enjoy that same type of video right yeah but um they, i get messages where people are like hey dude i really like your editing style and i can see that you're like really good at it or whatever and uh I just want to say, dude, I made like 250 videos, I think, before I made one that just sucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my, like I was not quick to pick it up. Yeah. So like, that's why I'm always astounded of like my peers, so to speak. Yeah. You know, like I, I didn't talk to another YouTuber, by the way, until like 2016 or 2017 oh, when shoot. I met Sir Winter, I yeah. believe. Um, and Rust. But I, yeah, I was doing it for like six years, just by my lonesome, just toiling away. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> you know, just by myself. Uh, I, mean, I had like my friends that I gamed with, but yeah. like I, I didn't talk to anybody else that did what I did for a living. Yeah, the closest I had was my friend's friend did anime music videos. Yeah, and I was like, that's not even like we. That's like hard to even like strike up a conversation. <laughs> no. yeah, it's like. Hey, it, you know, imagine two guys at a barbecue and like your friend goes like, hey, you'll be friends with this dude. He's they you do the same thing. It's like, oh, what do you do for a living? I make anime music videos. <laughs> I cut up my favorite animes to like grunge songs. Yeah. <laughs> and I make like what I think is cool music videos. And I go, oh, well, I uh, have a bunch of footage from cod lobbies where the N word is being screamed constantly. <laughs> So we're basically the same guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, we had nothing in common. <laughs> so the, uh, yeah, like uh, I would say probably two, three hundred videos in is when I, I started to make stuff that like didn't quite suck. Yeah. But it wasn't good yet. It was like visually and editing wise, I was like, I knew what I was doing. But I as a person was still very, uh, very rough, rough, not diamond in the rough. Now, what were you making? What kind, like, were you just highlight clips or were you putting your your narrative back then on those videos? Uh, I was trying to be like, uh, you remember when, like, Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter were really big? I don't remember that. No, they were like, they were, they were like very, they would give you like little tips, little information bits, little factoids. Yeah. Little secret things. And I would like do stuff like that. I had a hit video in the beginning that was like, GTA 4 enterable buildings because there was like no 
they there was no map or anything saying like could you go into a building on yeah. gta and so i made a video that was like these are the best places to go in and like fight cops yeah and by hit video i mean i got like fifty thousand views and i was like whoa <laughs> mom that pencil <laughs> house is ours <laughs> get your sandals ready and your big fucking julia roberts sun hat all right we're going to the goddamn beach <laughs> your son knows where the internal buildings are nobody else was, does yeah it was shit like that and then finally like dude that's a tough wake-up call to realize that like you're not really good at anything like yeah. you're not you're not uh uh smart enough to be like on the edge of you know finding out the the hot stuff in a game or like quick enough reflexes to be good in anything yeah. so i really had to lean into being funny i really had to i was like how do i do that shit so <laughs> then I, I got a couple books how to how to be funny went to a couple acting classes you did I not really <laughs> no i didn't do it <laughs> i was like shit there's no way <laughs> yeah i went to i went to howtobefunny.com and Oh my god, I'm almost running out of material. Like that website's carried me for so long. <laughs> oh the secret is out. I went, I went to go it's an old GeoCities website. I went to it and it's 404. <laughs> oh no! My career's gone! Oh shit. Wait, how do people oh. GeoCities website's gone? But you know, here's here's the you know the GeoCity thing. It's only old people like me probably is gonna get that one. And yeah. You know? <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. If you guys, the Zoomers with their little Zoomer perms and their little <laughs> drop uh, cross earrings and shit, you guys that are watching, uh, you guys really missed out on the internet in the mid 2000s. Oh, that man. shit was the wild west. <laughs> it I was. fucking loved it. Oh, man. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> man, you, you thought you found a fucking golden torrent where they had just perfectly compressed it, whatever it was. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> the Godfather. <laughs> oh my god, they got it down to four megs? Yeah. Wow. This is a this is you can't lose with this. No. Nope. It's ten eighty P. It's a virus every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. The good old days of Napster. I don't know if you remember yes. those days. Oh jeez. Napster, LimeWire, Kazaa. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, all those, god. man. Yeah. Those were good. I never was on Napster. I it was definitely on Kazaa a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. But no, so actually you brought up a good point. So where like were you always the funny guy or did that just you know no? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um when when did that come about? Was it through um, your videos or just? No, like, uh, God, I wish I could, like, I need to track down people from high school and yeah. just be like, what do you remember of me? Because <laughs> I, I'm like, I feel for my wife, dude. She, for the audience at home, we've been together since, like, seventh grade. So she no has way. seen this guy that she's been dating has turned into, like, seven different people before finally... I don't know about you, but yeah. when I hit like 25, one day I just woke up and was like, I'm completed. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> the turkey poppers. Yes. <laughs> I, I have finished. I am fully done now. I put down the chisel. I'm like that classic sculpture of the guy chiseling himself. I have chiseled myself. I'm a nerdy guy. Um, but she like saw me like turn, like just try. I was just stabbing in every direction yeah. trying to figure out who the fuck I was. Which it, which is so pathetic because like she's been the same damn person since seventh grade really <laughs> she's just 
Even then, she was very matronly and very serious. And yeah. <laughs> man, this guy is very absurd. That <laughs> what, is strange. What, what areas did you did you cover? Did you go from like a rap phase to a metalhead phase to a you know goth or? Um. Okay. Well, I had an older brother. Yeah. That he's five years older than me. And when you're young, you you know you idolize your older brother. Yeah. Right. And so. He was uh, kind of coming of age in the late 90s, early 2000s. So when I was in elementary school, I was rocking Jinko jeans, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, had a no fear T-shirt, puka shell necklace, had uh, C- favorite CDs, uh, 311, yep. whichever one was the fire, had like the fire graphic on the album. Um, Limp biscuits, hot dog flavored water, chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Classic. Yeah. You know, that song Boiler still fucking slaps. If you don't, audience, I want you to pause this and go watch Boiler. Music video still holds up. A um, lot of corn, freak mm-hmm. on the leash, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I could do the vocalizations at the end of that song, <laughs> I would do that for the next 90 seconds and make this really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I can't quite do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so like new metal was really big. Uh, yeah. And then I got into middle school. And so this is weird. Like imagine being a white kid in the early 2000s. Rock music, dead. Yeah. It's dying hard. And then rap, I think, admittedly, I think everybody should be able to sit back and go like, rap of the 2000s fucking sucked <laughs> real bad. So your choices were like, Nickelback or <laughs> bling rap, you know, and I was just like, this fucking sucks. And so, uh, cause like new metal was also like, you know, I was riding that train, but I was like, this is kind of fucking, <laughs> this, is, this isn't like that cool. Like, this is, <laughs> is kind of lame. These pants fucking suck. <laughs> you walk in one puddle <laughs> and your pants weigh fucking 80 pounds. And you skateboarded <laughs> in those things people did. I just don't uh, know yeah. how they did that. Yeah. Do you remember soaps? No, I don't remember soaps. Soaps were uh, it was a it was a shoe that kind of they look like Osiris's, right? Yeah. But uh, on the bottom, they had um, just like a piece of of plastic that you could grind oh, with your okay. shoe on the stuff. So people at school had soaps a lot. Yeah. And uh, my parents wouldn't buy me soaps because there was all the headlines of just like child shatters his body <laughs> into a million pieces. Riding snaps on his wrist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but I did get a pair of like Nike shoes that were hand me downs yeah. from not my brother. This is the hand me down rotation growing up. Okay, my yep. brother's older friend Chris was this big football guy. He would wear shit for like two years, and then it would get worn out enough that he didn't want to wear it anymore. Yeah, and so you'd give it to my brother, who was a pretty big guy. Yeah, he would wear it for like a year. And then it would go into a closet to sit there and mold for a couple of years until I could wear it. And I got these Nikes that had like between the heel and the front, they had a little bit of a little bit of plastic. Yeah. Oh, no. Buddy, I was grinding shit <laughs> with my long ass shorts that looked just like regular pants. because yeah. They were so long. <laughs> they're like just above the ankles, essentially. Yes, yeah. Basically, they're just a shoots, shoots of short that so big. Um, yeah, I, I did a lot of that in like elementary school and stuff, but yeah. anyways, yeah. So it basically got to the point with like popular culture, like music and everything where I think this is where like the underground was at like the, I, I guess if you're a normie, you would call it like the emo scene, Yeah. but like the post hardcore, like metal core, 
underground metal scene. Yeah. Uh, was uh, that's where I kind of like dove into that because I had no idea like about underground rap at that yeah. time. Okay. You know, I'm in North Florida, so. <laughs> but no, I had you to get on had the a, internet before I, I got had, uh, in touch with that shit. Two Live Crew, was that, that was Florida, right? Or were they further south? I don't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> I have no idea. We had Creed. <laughs> Creed's from Tallahassee. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Everybody put up through your Bic lighters for Creed. Oh, shit. Uh, no, I remember when I was in elementary school that, uh, um, they're only chasing safety came out by under oath that fucking album just like time stood still like if you didn't know about under oath when you were in like seventh grade you yeah. were a fucking nobody <laughs> they people wouldn't talk to you and uh, was it hawthorne heights and shit like ohio is for lovers i don't know if you've heard that song you're 50 you, you haven't heard this shit no but that song ohio is for lovers like that song still fucking slaps. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I will listen to that on my deathbed. <laughs> there's certain there's certain bands from that era that I'm still just like, that's it. I'm still in it. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, Coincidentally, man. at the same time, I was really into uh, OK Computer by Radiohead. Yeah. That's that's a more mainstream. That dude. is. Yeah. I'm I'm getting some recognition from you. You're yeah. Like, for Radiohead. Oh, I've yeah. Heard Radiohead. <laughs> yeah. He's like connect. creep. I've heard creep. But <laughs> 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 their big song. Um, yeah, uh, I was really into Radiohead at that time, but yeah, that's basically that. That's my musical taste for the yeah. time being. Uh, and then, yeah, so then I was like weird little metal kid for uh, for basically until I just like became super introverted in my high school phase. Yeah. Um. Then, then the worst thing in the world happened to me. What was that? Discovered sex. Have you tried that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Only three times. Have you, done, have you done that shit yet? Oh I've got my three god, kids, you're so missing out. <laughs> if you're if you're a viewer of this podcast and you haven't had sex yet, you I highly recommend it. I could not recommend that. Product they should go enough. Google it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go Google that. How to do it? <laughs> Find a consenting adult. <laughs> it has to be consenting. Key, that's a key point right there. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's asterisk. the key point. Yeah, oh, but um, yeah, I discovered that shit, and then I was like, I'm not going to school anymore. Me and Abby are going to go do that for <laughs> on account of she got her driver's license before me, so we went and banged out her Camry oh my God. in the fucking parking lot of the Walmart that hadn't been built yet. <laughs> oh. uh, or down at the Governor's Square Mall in their parking garage. We'd go hang out down there and <laughs> fuck while the employees were parking their cars next to us and getting out to like work at Dillard's, and they're like, what the hell? Fifteen-year-old kids fucking in their car. Um, I did that for a while, and then the the guidance counselor called my mom, and she was like, "Did your son die or something?" <laughs> oh, no. You like disappeared for a couple yeah, I weeks. Just, I found pussy. I found out. <laughs> I found out what that shit was. This is way better than reading a Scarlet Letter or whatever. <laughs> Franz Kafka or whatever. I'm not oh. reading all that shit. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. And Abby's still with you today. Yeah. God bless her soul. <laughs> yeah. She said, "This guy's a winner." <laughs> oh God! His dick got hard once. He stopped going to school. This guy's a fucking. <laughs> this guy's gonna be somebody. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh God. That's basically what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then I spent some introverted years where. Uh, 
I swear to God, dude, I got that Xbox, just the Xbox One. Yeah. And um, I got that uh, Call of Duty 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with it, dude, this shit is like, imagine if uh, if Walter White, if Heisenberg gave out free samples of heroin or meth or whatever the fuck yeah. he was making, meth, yeah. He gave out free little samples. When I opened up my Call of Duty 2 disc and there was that little... Uh, 48 hour xbox live card sitting inside the case yeah i was like because i just got it and i was like i'm going to play a call of duty campaign <laughs> and i was like xbox live what the heck is this and i did the little code and i yeah. was like running around I, I still remember those maps man burgundy and carantan and yeah all those awesome maps um two jane uh i remember playing those and like my first multiplayer experiences, I was like, this is this is completely different. This is way better. And yeah. so my friends would be like, hey, dude, you want to like bike over to my house? I'd be like, no. No, I want you to get on Xbox Live, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want to speak to you in person ever again. <laughs> I, I want to sit half naked in my fucking room. I don't want to have to share my Pop-Tarts with nobody. I don't want to have to fucking share my drinks with nobody. I don't want to have to share my controller with nobody. And I still want to talk to you. Am I a bad person? Right? No. I just want to sit back and fucking play the game. It can still talk. Yeah. You don't need to be in the same room. It was. It's the perfect thing for an introvert. You, you're, yeah. you're in your safe space. You just, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Although, although I'm going to say it for all those people, the audience out there. All right. Meeting all these uh, other YouTubers at TwitchCon, we we there was a moment where like we were partying and everything. You know, YouTubers, man, we're doing fucking lines of coke off each other and stuff. Uh, we're partying hard, um, uh, man, dude. Aqua, Welland, free basing in the corner. It's like, holy shit, guys, this is too much. <laughs> uh, we we all had a moment of clarity where we looked at each other. It was actually just me and Charborg and Bed Bananas. We looked at each other and we were like, I think we hadn't realized because of covid and everything yeah but this job is naturally so isolating that you need to like socialize like you need to get out there and have yeah. some in person like my only irl experience in a day can't be my fucking kids i'm not amish you know like i need to, <laughs> I need to talk to like other human beings in person yeah because it was insanely refreshing to like just see those people and shake yeah. their hands and stuff. Yeah. Did you go to TwitchCon? I did not, no. But no? I saw the pictures, heard all the stories. It looked great. It looked like everybody had a good time. Oh, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. yeah. But you bring, you know what, you bring up a good point about, you know, getting out and socializing. Like, people who are, you know, either doing the, the Twitch grind, sitting in front of a computer and chat for 10 hours a day, six days a week, that's got to have an effect on people over time. Um, You know, I... I... Some people I've talked to for a decade yeah. on and off that I don't feel as close to as some people that I just had a, one IRL dinner with at TwitchCon. Yeah. It, there is very much something to be said for a in-person meeting. Yeah. You know, and just and there's some people like you just fucking click with in person that I would never in a million years think I would click with in uh you know when just looking at their profile like yeah. I, I went to that dinner with charborg and bed bananas and yeah. lisa and uh these are all people that are uh, associated in in my little line of work by the way audience um and there's one guy there at the table his name was bobbers yeah he draws anime titties that's what he does he's just <laughs> like i'm 
He's like, I know what I like. All right, I'm drawing anime titties, girls sucking milk out of their own titties. That's what I'm drawing. And he just does it like a thousand different ways. And yeah. the guy's a goddamn visionary. He's an artist. And uh, um, God, I hope aliens find his like artwork. And it's like, oh, they were really into titties. All right, humans, this is what they liked. <laughs> um, but like, I would never look at that guy's profile and be like, I'm going to be fast friends with this dude. I had like one of the most engaging, awesome conversations with this guy in per in person. Like in that uh, that particular group of people I ate with that night, yeah, were like the artsy people, yeah. you know. And uh, awesome experience. It, it is it's super cool to meet people in in person, and you yeah. just go like. Typically, I wouldn't. I don't think we would have like brush shoulders and had like direct contact online yeah but uh you know you had mentioned that like egos were around at twitchcon but i feel like they are so leveled in person yeah i didn't see any ego problems really now what brought all of you guys together because you don't you don't like you said you wouldn't have checked out their content before what was the you know what was the event that brought you guys together oh um I piggybacked off uh, Lisa. She oh, was okay. invited. And then I was like, I'm coming too. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't invited. I just showed up. All right. Nice. <laughs> I showed up and made sure they liked me. <laughs> I was like, you won't regret this. I promise. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Oh, that's too funny, man. Uh, no, but I, I do know Charborg. I yeah. talked to him before. And then I had um, met Bed Bananas tragically one time. Um and I was able to, I totally embarrassed the shit out of myself, and I was able to make a second impression with him, really fix it. How did you, what did you do? This one's, this one's a, uh, you ever had a moment where, like, you're trying to go to bed, and you go, and then, like, right before you're about to fall asleep, your body's just like, hey, remember the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Let's dwell on that for 12 minutes. <laughs> you end up having, like, heart palpitations laying in bed, just like, holy fuck! Yeah, I was, I I got a Warner Brothers invited me to go out to L.A. to do Hitman 2 was coming out with uh, Hitman 2 was coming out. Yeah. And uh, and I had made like one thinly veiled racist video on with looking back on. I was like, holy crap, racist video in the world. What the hell? And and they watched it, and Warner Brothers was like, we need this guy to promote Hitman 2. <laughs> Let's bring him out. <laughs> this is before Me Too and everything. They didn't yeah. give a fuck back then. And uh, they invited me out, and um, and I was in the goddamn state of California. Le- uh, weed was legal, right? And I'm, I'm a Florida boy, and I obey the law, unless I'm stealing software and things to build a business and an empire. But... Uh, as far as recreational stuff, I stay within the lines, you know. And uh, but I was in California, so I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get a bunch of these edibles." I, I, you know, call me crazy, but I my lungs love air. You know, they don't like yeah. smoke a whole lot, so uh, I got edibles because I was like, I can get high and eat cookies at the same time. So I bought this bag of cookies. Oh god, who the fuck eats one cookie? You know, like so I had, I had no. I, I didn't call up anybody that had ever smoked in their life. I was completely untested. It was just oh. like, I ate like six of them and I was like, where? Like, I ate one and then I waited 30 minutes and nothing. And then yeah. I, but I had just had room service, you know, because they, Warner Brothers gave me like room service. Like, they were like, you can order this much per night for free. 
And so I would go out to dinner and then I would get back and I'd be like, it's free. Like I'm getting a like yeah. a steak brought to the limb of the hotel room <laughs> just so I can smell it. I don't give a fuck. I, even if I'm not going to eat it. I'm getting the Warner Brothers steak brought in, you know, and like it was crazy. Too. I would order like the nicest meal they had. And then the remainder, because they said they would cover like 150 bucks a night or something yeah. like that in room service. Like the remainder I would tip. Like yeah. I would just like whatever the difference was, I was like, that's your tip. And yeah. they were like, really? I'm like, Warner Brothers is paying for it, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's your fucking oh, tip, dude. Awesome. <laughs> but uh anyway, so yeah, I ate all those damn cookies and everything. I passed out because I got insanely high. <laughs> yeah. And then I wake up the next morning and I have to go do this hitman thing. It was like rise and shine, you have to be there by nine AM. I wake up. And I am still so fucking high. I was just oh, like no. the most high I think I've ever been because I had no tolerance. Like I had right. never had that stuff before. And um, I went downstairs and I was just like, my eyes were fucking just completely like saucers. I was just like, what the fuck? Complete just overload. And it was, it was like a, a goddamn nightmare. I just walk out there and there's this big banquet table with all the people that I'm supposed to be going to this event with yeah lined up and there's an empty spot and i sit down and on the other side of the table is bed bananas and he's like i recognize you you're sam you're general sam he's like i'm bed bananas and i'm like i fucking love all of his videos right and so i'm just like ecstatic to meet him but i don't have the social skills at this current moment <laughs> right and so i'm just like I'm having a baby. I'm having a baby. Like my wife's pregnant right now. Like we are expecting any moment. And I'm like trying to find stuff to relate to him. Oh, and God. I'm just like spurting all this shit. And I could tell he was just like, oh, this guy is like Asperger's or something. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a little bit different. Oh, okay. Like you could tell he was like, oh, that's strange. And, but like, it was, he was just like, he just kind of didn't speak. Oh, and then after that, we went to, uh, I, it was basically the most painful 10 minutes of conversation ever where I just felt like I was just saying shit that, yeah. have you ever said a sentence that there is no, you, you don't put the ball in their court to rebuttal. You just take the ball and launch it into the stands. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck is he supposed to say to that? Like yeah. it was just, it was 75 rapid fire sentences like that, where he's just like, well, yeah, how am I supposed to respond? Like what? What are you? What the hell are you? What's wrong with you? I'm surprised you didn't shake me by the neck. Like what's wrong? And anyways, this fucking this fucking event, they had a uh, hitman had had rented out like a club, and they had turned it into a hitman level, oh, and they cool. had hired a guy that looks exactly like Agent Forty Seven to yeah. stalk around the level with his little pistol, and they oh, had. They had, like, uh, that Northern Lion guy was streaming there, like, at the event. Yeah. And everybody else was kind of, like, playing on these, uh, oh, they made me play the game while I was high. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they were like, you need to assassinate someone. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> In the moment, I was like, this guy's like a CIA operative. He's going to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I uh no everybody's like talking and like networking and stuff and yeah. I'm just laid up on a couch in the middle of this club for like half the event oh. I'm just like feet up on a couch anyway so th that was my horrific moment meeting bed bananas yeah. and then at twitchcon I was able to meet him again and I I'm unabashed dude I like I straight up told him I was like that was the most horrific experience of my life did he remember you though he was like, he was like, I remember, and I just thought you were a little bit weird. Like, I, I, it wasn't a big deal to me. Yeah. 
He's a very nice guy. <laughs> he was like, it wasn't like a big deal to me. I was like, thank God, because that was like horrific. Like that was a <laughs> that was like a turning point in my life where I was oh like, holy God. Christ, you need to work <laughs> on your social skills. But uh, I was able to repair it, and now we're you know we're we're good now. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Oh, so now for your YouTube view, when did you start incorporating like the green screen and started started to do the narrative piece that, you know, you're known for now? Um, it, became, it came out of necessity. Yeah. Because. Uh, so I, here's a territory that like, I don't know if. If uh, other Tarkov guys or whatever, you're, you're mostly like a Tarkov. I, I've started um, Tarkov. But then I started bringing in people from other other communities because there's just, you know, a lot of good people out there. Yeah. <clears throat> well, specifically in the Tarkov genre, I don't want to ruffle any feathers here, but I used to be doing exclusively Skyrim. Yeah. And my channel did really well. And uh, but it was doing well because Skyrim was doing well. Yeah. And then Skyrim fell off in popularity. And I was like, fuck, like, what do I do? So I'll jump on Fallout 4. Yeah. And Fallout 4 turned out to be kind of a dud. Mm -hmm. And so then I was just like, like, what do I do? And I realized I was looking around. I was like, who doesn't mind if a game dies? Like, what channels out there are in gaming but don't rely on the game to do well? Yeah. Because, you know, I don't want to be like those... Like, there's people that did, like, Minecraft, like, Yogg's cast, you know? Like, when Minecraft died for, like, six years. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what a resurgence that game had. Holy shit. Yeah. It, di it died for, like, six years. It was just gone. I don't know where it went. And, like, a lot of those Minecraft people died, too. And then Minecraft came back in a big way. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of those channels are back now. But I just didn't want a channel that lived and died by the game that was on it. Yeah. And so... I started looking at people like JonTron, you know. This is pre-QAnon JonTron. This is cool JonTron. <laughs> and uh, JonTron was sick, dude. I was like, what the? He still is. I fucking love the guy. I don't care if he's batshit insane. I'm <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> JonTron's my boy. And uh, just little bits and stuff through his videos. And it was, you're, you're not there for the game. You're there for JonTron. Right. And I wanted to just have a channel where it was like, it didn't matter what I played. Yeah. People were there for me, not for the game. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I really fucked up by getting really into Tarkov because, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, this is like, you, I mean, you, you've played it obviously. Yeah. I mean, that game sinks its teeth in you, man. It's, it's, but, it's video game crack is what it is. Yeah. And, uh, but what sucks is this is where I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. It, I've never seen a game that has such a fruit-like cycle where it just it, it gets ripe yeah. and then it just fucking starts to wither real yep. quick in terms of popularity, in terms of the numbers it's doing on Twitch, yep. numbers it's doing on YouTube, Google searches even. Like, it, it oh, just yeah. falls off. And right now, it's, it's like, it seems really bad right now. It hit quickly, this, this you know, this, this ripe. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, like, because I don't focus just on Tarkov, yeah. and because my videos are more like me than Tarkov, yeah. or my experience in Tarkov, or my right. take on Tarkov, 
when the game dies, my channel's still doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, there was a couple wipes where like when the wipe died, I was like, oh fuck, I re Skyrim myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like, uh, God, when, when did it hit big? Like 2020, I think. Uh, 2020 or 2019 when, when drops happened around Christmas time, that's that yeah. Castilli one where he hit like a hundred thousand. That was crazy. Yep. That was the big one. And that was like, and then when the game died, I died. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, oh, fuck. I've already had kids. I can't kill myself now. I'm committed. <laughs> so I got I to gotta figure out how to make this work. <laughs> and my channel didn't die, but it was just like I you could definitely see the numbers. You could see how much influence Tarkov had on my channel. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and so that's when I, I started to kind of fuck it. Like when it wipes, I play it, but then I, I quickly back off. Yeah. I quickly back off and get on to other stuff because I do love the game, but I'm not going to no life it. Right. And now you know? where did the, where did the inspiration come from to start doing the whole green screen thing and put yourself in these different games? <clears throat> oh, like Tim and Eric, Nicky Jakey type stuff. Yeah. Okay. Oh like, yeah. Just like them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I realized that you can, you can just do funny shit with a green screen and it's much easier to, composite stuff than it is to just go out and get props and shit like that yeah. and just do it IRL. And I and it's more than anything it was just a tool that I could utilize to make the video more about me and less about the game. Yeah. Okay. While not having to just do narration, yeah. you know. Cuz even in um like what's it what's a good example? Um like Seth Scene Talk, I feel like if I if I didn't have green screen stuff going on, yeah. it would I would be very much like just a really shitty version of Seth Scene Talk. Like, <laughs> like his videos are so fucking good and yeah. everything. And I was like, I need just something to kind of like separate me from my other people. That's all what it is. There's just necessity yeah. to have my own strictly visual thing. Where it was like, you know, this is a Sam video when yeah. you fucking click on it. Yeah. All right. And what easier way of doing that than just having literally me walk onto the screen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you can't sit there and impersonate a Tom Scott video. It's like that. <coughs> there's only one fucking Tom Scott. But do you like that guy's videos, by the way? I don't think I've ever seen any of his stuff. Dude, his some of the best goddamn videos I've ever seen. Yeah. They're so short too. Yeah. You'll just have like a three minute video. Uh -huh. It's just like little informative things. Yeah. And you'll go to watch Tom Scott and you'll be like, wow, is this guy like uh 21 or is this guy 55? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> He's one of those people that's just like an unknowable age. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> And then he's gonna he's gonna be in the headlines at some point. He's like Tom Scott he's dies of eighty. He's yeah, 80. he's like eighty three years old. Like holy shit, that guy's ancient. <laughs> <laughs> I really have no clue how old he is. Oh. Now, when when it comes to your videos, how much of it is scripted versus just off the cup uh, off the cuff for you? Uh, okay, so. Like, let's it, talk I, about like your you know some of your Tarkov videos. You know, whether it's the you know. Yeah, and you, oh, those like, are those are a grab bag. Yeah, those are uh, okay. So I I work in a very annoying little time schedule where like sometimes I just have to I got the fucking podcast and stuff to do now and yeah. I got like sometimes like four clocks rolling around. I'm like shit. I got like less than an hour and I would like to get this done so that tomorrow morning I can then turn around and just start editing. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like my best ones are where I have just like bullet points. Yeah. 
and I just get up there and start riffing and then cut it all together into like something that's good. Yeah. I've realized once I script it out too much, I'm not good enough at writing. Yeah. You know, I'm not the the Cohen brothers, you know, I'm not making big Lebowski level dialogue right. here. Like my writing sucks. So it's just uh, not as it's not natural. It's your it's not as fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my friend says I write exactly how I speak, but yeah. I can definitely tell the difference between my writing and my like the ones that are if I can click on a video, I just by the way the intro is, I'm like, that was all written. Yeah. Or the ones that I think are the best, the ones that are the most natural and the funniest, they were just kind of like you need to get from this point to this point, and then everything in between is just jazz. You yeah. just go for it. Yeah. Okay. And now I think I saw a clip, a video clip or a segment where you were talking about how, you, you know, when you first started out, you and Abby lived in your mom's house upstairs, and you, you got your first paycheck from YouTube. And, like, what was, you know, that that's a, a not an easy thing to do, you know, if you're trying to focus on this and make this your career. Yeah, but back then it was easy because I was because <laughs> once again we, these were the Skyrim days, baby. <clears throat> yeah, I would. Uh, uh, what was my gimmick back then? I had a I had a gimmick. Like my channel was very much hinged on a very slight edge, and that edge was I had a a play a let's play for Skyrim that was like more than a hundred episodes long. But you could click on episode 50, yeah. and it didn't matter that you hadn't seen the previous. This wasn't like a... I tried to make each episode, like, in and of like itself. It was, it was a standalone. Yeah. I, I definitely caught you up in the beginning, or I, like, you know, told you, like, what the premise was or yeah. whatever. Uh, it doesn't mean they were good, but they're, at the time, it was very usual to just be like, Skyrim, episode 75, and then it would be like, Dash, this is the where we're going, and the video would start with the guy just like, oh my god, that last fight really tuckered me out, I'm fucking hurt, and you're just like, what the hell, I'm in the middle of like, I'm just in the middle of something, you know? Yeah. And back then, like, yeah, you could just, you put a little intro on something. You put two seconds of effort into something, all of a sudden it's better than 99% of the shit out there. <laughs> it's the same thing with Twitch right now. You yeah. just get a, a fucking face cam and uh, one thing to talk about, and you are better than 99% of streamers out there. <laughs> oh, man. But, now, what was it like in that first paycheck from YouTube where you're like... I'm buying a game with this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, this is going right back into buying games. This is going into TF2 hats. That's what this is going into. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. Did you get to a point where you knew you could make it now? You've, Or was it a certain point? Or was just over time a bunch of videos hit and you know you could make this as your career? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm a very conservative guy when it comes to my finances. Yeah. Um. So I, I very much was gauging it off of like my 12 month low. Yeah. Like what, like what was my lowest paycheck in the past 12 months? Yeah. Can I survive off of that? And cause I didn't want to be one of those people that's like, Oh shit. Uh, I guess we're not eating this month, honey. Like, cause I don't know if you guys know, but YouTube pays out like I'm a goddamn uh, pensioner or something like that. Like I'm 85 <laughs> years old on social security. We do every month we get a paycheck once a month. <laughs> That's oh, why shit. I started the podcast. I didn't want, I didn't have anything to say. 
<laughs> I started that podcast so I could have a second paycheck, baby. Patreon <laughs> closes out and they pay my ass on the fifth of the month. YouTube does it on the twentieth or whatever. <laughs> so that splits up. Daddy can buy shit like halfway through the month now. <laughs> That's why I started the podcast. Oh god. <laughs> um yeah, basically uh actually kind of funny now that uh now that some time has passed. Um when I went to go get my first house, uh this is right when I was no, I had moved out of my mom's place and uh and then we were renting. And then uh the lease was going up and I was like I kind of I knew it was going up in like a couple months or yeah. whatever and I was like I want to I want to get a house. Because I want to have some kids, and I don't want them to have to go to the shitty schools I went to growing <laughs> up. Uh, I went, well, should I dox myself a little bit? No. I went, to, <laughs> I went to the school that had barbed wire on a fence around the oh, outside shit. of it. It looks like a maximum security prison. Oh my and God. like, And at first, like when I went there, I was like, wow, they really want to protect us. And now that I've gotten older, I realize that school has a really bad gang problem, and they were like, we'll keep them in there. It was like... <laughs> Shit. It was like Escape from New York. I would get dropped in by a helicopter every morning with <laughs> a fucking K bar in my mouth in a, in a, a sack lunch. <laughs> and my mom was like, I'll fucking, you dig, you start digging a tunnel at 2 p.m. and meet me outside the gates. Oh. <laughs> that place was a fucking war zone. But oh I was like, I don't want my kids to go through that shit. So yeah. I, I moved to like, you know, where the nice schools are. But where the nice school zones are is always like starter home places. Yeah. You know? Um, so we ended up like, it, it just wasn't, I work from home. Yeah. You know, uh, it ended up not being enough space because I was just stuck in a little one car garage as my office and I needed like green screen room and stuff. Yeah. So we ended up moving from there. And so the kids are now back into the, the psychopath school district, but <laughs> they'll be all right. They'll be fine. You survived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna get my gun or something like that to bring to school. They'll be fine. <laughs> We're in America, baby. <laughs> <laughs> for every offensive school shooter there has to be a de defensive school shooter or else this is completely one-sided oh my god <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard of that one before that's good so anyway yeah so anyways we uh uh at the first place though i had just quit the hot air balloon repairman job yeah uh the adpocalypse was happening and so like youtube figures were down real bad and uh and what else was happening there was some other tomfoolery and I basically like I put in all my financial stuff to the the loan company. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's got two jobs. And OK, this is <laughs> this is going good. The whole time I was sweating bullets because I was like, I hope they don't ask for uh, the most recent pay stub because <laughs> I quit the hot air balloon <laughs> repairman job. And uh, the futures for for ad uh, the ad markers looking rough, you know. I don't know if you were around back then, but it was like 30%, like overnight, like 30% of your revenue just dropped oh, off. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was there was a lot of uh, nerds jumping out their basement windows trying to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> landing in the saw. <laughs> oh, fuck. Or getting stuck in the window. <laughs> yeah, getting stuck. Yeah, trying to dive out the little basement window <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, that was ba basically I lied to the the lenders and, yeah. and got into our place. Yeah, <laughs> I think I don't know where we started on that. But that's where we ended. I don't even know what the question is <laughs> pertaining to the question at this point. It was how did you know you you could do this 
you know, full time. Oh, I didn't. Or... No, I went. I went into it going, "Holy shit! <laughs> I don't think I can do this." I was very because I was very confident about doing it. Yeah, was fine. And then the adpocalypse happened. Yeah, that, that's what I was trying to say. Like, imagine if I had been like, I don't, I don't want to leak any names, but there's been some people around me that over the years that they'll have like very quick meteoric success. Yeah. And then they went out and bought like a $750,000 house. Oh my God. And the adpocalypse happened. They were like, how the fuck am I going to pay for this? And I'm like, why Why did you you buy that? Why did you buy that? Yeah. Your first check. You don't know if it's a fluke, you know? Yeah. So uh, there's some people that are just kind of like dumb with it. You know, they just expect that line to keep going up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, even, even in situations where I'm my most confident, the world tries to fuck me over, but I'm a goddamn cockroach. All right. You can't get rid of me. Okay. <laughs> I'm in the walls. You, do. you can't get rid of me. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, you know, what's been, you know, if you look back since you started, what's been your like high point, you know, what are some of the moments where you're like, shit, I can't believe that happened. I, you know, this video hit or, you know. What have been some of the highlights for General Sam? Oh, it's always the ones that like nobody gives a shit about. Those are the those are my favorites. Uh, I did a great podcast with this guy Sephiroth Sword Fifty Seven, mm-hmm. and he's like this little. He's not little. He's a big fat Swedish guy that's like a anime enjoyer. Yeah, and he's like really into Japanese culture, and he's just. Uh, it was just a great podcast because it was like one long bit. Yeah. And it, it was, uh, but some people don't, I've gotten messages where some people go like, that's my favorite episode. And I've gotten messages where people go like, I had to skip this because it was like, it was like a Louis CK bit from his show where it was just like so uncomfortable for 48 fucking minutes. <laughs> oh, like it no. was just like the most uncomfortable podcast. And there's a moment where I just like pull out a gun. And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, what wins in a fight? Oh Katana, <laughs> Nippon steel folded a thousand times, or this pistol. <laughs> I hold up oh a gun. <laughs> but uh, I, I had like that podcast. I had a podcast with uh, John McAfee. Yeah. That I don't even think it went over well. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did my best at all. Yeah. But John McAfee is so fucking weird that it was it was great. Oh my um, god. And I've never heard of someone being so unabashed about being a meth head. That guy's just like, I fucking love methamphetamines. Like the way he speaks like a fucking villain. Like he sounds like a villain the way he talks. Or the way he talked. God rest his soul. He died. Yeah. Um, And then I also had a, a, this one's pretty recent. I still think it's like one of my more recent projects that I did that I liked was a you know those videos that have been really popular recently? It's like GQ does them and a couple other places do them. Like, it's like those weird little media conglomerates or whatever. They'll, they'll be like, um, uh, professional ex-convict bank heister guy rates bank heists in movies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or like, I don't know, gay guy rates penises. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they'll just have those videos. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, I, I did one that was like chronic masturbator rates <laughs> masturbation scenes in movies. Oh, and I yeah. just acted like I was like, I was like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> an excellent job on that. <laughs> and I don't know. I just shot it and I just did it full straight face. No laughing, yeah. nothing. And I thought it was funny as hell. Oh. I, I still think it's funny. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, 
Yeah, basically stuff like that. I got, yeah. some, I got some other good ones in there. I think also like the ones where you're not necessarily proud of like the word, like I guess the video it's in, but there's just funny bits. Because yeah. I don't know if you've if you've noticed but my Tarkov videos, I'll have like a specific thing that I want to say in the first like five minutes. Yeah. And then it's just like everything funny that's happened while I've been playing the game in between my last two videos. That's it. It has yeah. nothing to do with the beginning <laughs> or whatever. And we just have some great like, like just, I think legitimately some funny comedy bits between me and my friends yeah. that are just straight up hilarious that I still go back and, and watch. Yeah. Uh, so there's like segments of some of the Tarkov videos where I'm like, that is genuinely the funniest shit. Yeah. And, and uh, also surrounding yourself with funny people is, is a, a huge plus. Yeah. If you find yourself not being funny, it's because the people around you are not funny. Yeah. So blame the I think other every, people. Yeah. <laughs> I think naturally everybody's a little bit funny. And if you find someone that's just stone cold ass serious, it's yeah. like, dude, you need to surround yourself with some better people, man. <laughs> you, somebody, you got a funny bone somewhere. You need to find it. All right. We need to find who clicks with you. Not a, you can't be curmudgeonly your whole fucking life. <laughs> Oh. And now, you know, what has been some of the toughest things about trying to be a YouTube YouTuber? Um, um, like slight invasions of privacy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. I I had like an old, uh, it was an old video where I used to do like mail time videos, mm -hmm. which I've started doing again, yeah. but I, I did them for like quite a while. And um, that was before I had like, the same audience I have now. The, yeah. These, the audience back then was distilled. They were refined and just a very specific breed of fucking weird back then. <laughs> I kind of miss those days, to yeah. be honest, because that was before I had any viral success. And so, like, now it's like the people that are subscribed are like, oh, he had that one video that one time that I liked. Yeah. I'll check out his stuff every now and then, or I might never click on it again. But the people back then were like, I like Sam's videos. And they were very, and that gave me insight into how fucking weird these people are sometimes. <laughs> With the shit they sent you? <laughs> well, not just that, but like in the beginning of uh, of one of these mail time videos, I ended up, I had a Nerf gun and I, I like attacked my wife with it yeah. when she comes home. And for like a split second, you see the color of my front door. Oh. And this like 13-year-old kid went through Google Maps Street View through every neighborhood in my town, which has a population of 240,000 people. It's not a huge city, but it's a sizable city. Yeah. He went through every goddamn subdivision until he found my house color with that color front door. Oh, wow. Holy and shit. He, he found my place. And he was like, he just sent me the address in a DM. And, and... And I was like, yeah, you found it. <laughs> like, like, what do you what do you want me to say? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you found it. And he was like, he acted like it was so impressive. He's like, dude, I tracked you down like the FBI. You wow. must think I'm like some badass guy, right? And I'm like, no, you're like, you have to be like 12. Like nobody, <laughs> no grown-ass adult has that much time right. where they're going to sit there. Oh, <laughs> Like Captain Autismo going through every goddamn <laughs> street view in Tallahassee trying to find a door that looks the right hue of green. Oh, God. <laughs> and, the, and the only reason, it was like, that's what made me just like keep my, when I moved, I yeah. kept my house under wraps, dude, because I showed the front door once at that rental property. Yeah. It was game over. 
Holy well, shit. I always got these damn windows closed because yeah. I'm like freaked out. I don't want people seeing the outside of my house. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> now with the mail, like speaking of the mail videos, the what kind of stuff did you get then versus today? You know, weird ass shit or weirder now? And now it's more like gimmicky stuff, yeah. like novelty items where they're like, oh, iDubbbz got this in his mail video. So it'll be funny if Sam gets it this time. Gotcha. Or like sometimes like streamers or like people send me like other streamers like merchandise. Yeah. Oh. I don't weird. want this shit. Yeah. I don't want, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'll get stuff like that. But yeah. I, I, this time around, I've gotten a lot of cool art. Yeah. A lot of cool art. Before, back in the day, there's some pretty egregious, like, biohazard issues that were sent to me. Uh, I had a line of socks that had my face on them. And someone took the socks, and they put them in a shoebox, and then they jacked off on them for, like, months. Oh, my God. And then sent in the box. Oh. Yeah. So that's why those early videos of, or the, the second round of early videos, you had you had the gloves going. Yeah, gloves are now a very important aspect <laughs> of the mail shit. time. Yeah. Uh, someone up. also sent in like a radioactive isotope and like I'm sitting there like handling it like Marie <laughs> oh Curie. I'm like, oh, what the fuck's this? And then this guy and then I read the notes like this is an incredibly radioactive isotope. I'm like, oh, my fingers burn. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fingernails are falling off and shit. Holy shit. <laughs> my eyes are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently it was like not that radioactive. He's yeah. like, it's cool. It's like I wouldn't sleep with it, you know, in between your balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I wouldn't poke it down your pee hole while you're sleeping for safekeeping. But, um, you know, it's cool to have something radioactive. And I was oh. like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. that's why I'll, I'll buy a bushel of bananas. All right. They're slightly <laughs> radioactive. I'm not going to have a goddamn isotope in my house. Oh, my God. People are fucked up. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think, like, USPS knew about the radioactive no. isotope. <laughs> I can't imagine they in, did. In the little box. Oh. It was the smallest little box. I was like, Jesus, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's wild. Oh, shit. Oh. Um, yeah, but that uh, basically this time around, no, every, everybody's been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I've, gotten, I've gotten some stuff. That, uh, that's been questionable. Yeah. Um, but in a good way. <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've gotten some stuff in the mail. All right. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Uh, so now over the years, you know, you've, you've refined your editing skills. Is there anything that you really learned over the years that really, you know, took your editing skill from like a, you know, 70% level to 90%? Any tips along the way or it was just trial and error? Um, you're only going to be as creative as once again, the people around you. Yeah. So, uh, I did, you know, I've been doing this, uh, like I've been doing collaborative stuff with people for a long time. Yeah. And I recently started a D and D show with, um, my friend, my podcast boys, yeah. uh, Poob and Brian, and then, um, one of my best friends, Bizzlesnaff, yeah. he is like the main architect of the world and like the DM and stuff. Yeah. And um, the dude is like possibly one of the most creative guys I've met. Not only that, but he has what some people in this industry lack. And myself is like one of my greatest flaws. And that's like the ability to fucking pull the trigger. Yeah. You know, just 
let's do it. He just launches it. That's it. What what fucking time are we doing this in? Yeah. Give me a time. <laughs> and I go, okay, I will do it then. <laughs> and we meet up and do it. But um, now, granted, little little criticism, sometimes triggers pulled a little bit early for my taste. Yeah. You know, I like to mull things over. I like to plan things to the nine before executing. But yeah. Um, I haven't had a, a partnership, so to speak, with a, a person at, that's challenged me as creatively to be as creative as, as uh, Bizzle does yeah. ever. And it's, uh, boy, that's a fucking brush of fresh, uh, 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 fresh of breath air. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a whole fresh of breath air right there, fella. <laughs> well, he was a part of the crew that you guys went out and did like a hiking excursion or something like oh, that, yeah. right? yeah. Yeah, he was the he was the guy that I was like, if I if one of us gets our leg broken, he's the guy that's gonna carry us out. He's actually shredded. So yeah. we were like, <laughs> we need one person that's capable. Yeah. And then we ended up like making it like three miles or something like that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we gave up and ate mushrooms out oh, in the woods. Oh god. <laughs> Probably within eyesight of our fucking car. Like we weren't even that far out there. There was oh. so much damn snow, dude. We were gonna die out there. Oh, <laughs> So that, but, uh, where did the concept for your the podcast come from? You created a you created the second YouTube channel. You had the success. You have a successful YouTube channel already in the works. Yeah. Why why the second one? Oh, what uh, was the, the logic or the was it because you were focused just on a podcast type or a different style of content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, I started it with the intent of like, hey, this could be like just like a one man thing. Yeah. And then I realized that one, I'm not funny enough. And two, I don't have enough life experience to just like run a podcast by myself. And it also took a lot of like scripting and stuff. And it took a lot of like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a goddamn comedian, like a professional, you know, I'm like half ass comedian. Yeah. If you could even consider me that. So, uh, I'm not like Tim Dillon where I can just sit there and ramble for an hour and a half and it'd be hilarious. And, uh, and so I was like, God, I need some people for this. I had planned on initially interviewing, which don't get me wrong. You run an interview thing, yeah. but I didn't want to like do the interview style. Yeah. I'd wanted it to be like riffing for the most part. Right. And this is great for interviewing two people, but if you're trying to just do like, comedy stuff if you're trying to make a conversation funny yeah this is a little bit too intimate i've realized yeah very quickly a conversation that's two people gets very serious yeah people all of a sudden start talking about like man don't get me started on reagan you know like uh, (laughs) we're not touching that don't even get me started (laughs) on mcnamara you know like (laughs) don't get me started on grover cleveland man (laughs) that guy fucking pisses me off if we go back far enough into history, it, it ruffles less feathers. Yeah. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt ruined this country. <laughs> We're going, going back in time. You're going back. People don't even know who those people are. Yeah. McKinley, <laughs> fuck that fat piece of shit. Oh. McKinley, you fucked this country up. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, three people? Man, that really that really ties the thing together. Everybody's you, you, it's hard to get intimate and it's hard to get serious yeah. when there's three people. There's a different dynamic. Now, how did you yeah. how did you meet uh Poob and Brian? Where did you know, where did they come into your life? Oh, Brian's been like he's been one of my best friends for 
forever. Oh, no um, way. I had a I had a friend in high school named Logan, and we just met like I don't know. Oh, oh, we were in home ec class together. Yeah. And I forget what the fuck I was doing to this guy next to me, but I was <laughs> pissing him off. I was fine, dude. I had this guy boiling oh. for, you know, just me being me. And, yeah. um, and Logan thought it was hilarious. And so then we exchanged, you know, that was like, that was the business cards back in the day. What's yeah. your gamer tag? Give me your gamer tag. And we played, uh, we played like Rainbow Six Vegas two or something yeah. together. Rainbow Six Vegas, and uh, and f- through him I met Brian. They don't know each other in real life. Brian's Canadian. Yeah. And uh, and then from there we like I I was just like I really like Brian. Yeah. And so we just we just hung out forever. He was he was it was weird for like a couple years like probably two years he was like a periphery character in my world yeah <laughs> that was like the most narcissistic thing I've ever said he was he merely wandered into the main <laughs> character's realm and I let him stay for a short time no, he, he was just like there in the group and I yeah. just didn't really pay him much mind and then all of a sudden I realized how fucking funny he was and then I was like Logan get out of here I'm hanging out with Brian <laughs> I know you in real life <laughs> fuck out of here I'm talking to Brian. And uh, and so I've just been hanging out with him since like Xbox days. Yeah. Oh no way. And then Poob, um, I can I remember the day I met him was me and Aqua FPS and uh, Guacamole Jones, who was like an old Rust YouTuber guy yeah. who turned into a cop. And. Uh, <laughs> Fight the power, yeah. <laughs> um, cab or whatever. Um, yeah, so he's like a cop now, and um, there was like somebody, so there was some, a bunch of other people. It was like all the big Rust guys now. This is when they were kind of smaller. We all had like a big village. It was Guac's village. He he like he was like, all YouTuber people and all our audience, let's come together, and make a large village in one server. And um, we were just having fun in there, and I looked up, and like up on the rafters was this guy completely naked his name was poob and he was he was like this is poob's perch and he just stood up there for pretty much the remainder of the day and i was like all right this guy's pretty cool we'll keep him around and then and he was just always like a funny little side character like whenever i went and and got into played with like aqua aqua always hung out with him and uh i was like i had him as a guest on the show yeah and he was so great so easy to talk to and everything like that and i was like fuck it dude let's just have you on like like as a permanent I was like I'll just pay you every episode and then I told him I was like this ain't like official like I can fire you anytime right <laughs> like I'm not doing any paperwork or nothing <laughs> but like you're like a you're like a co-host and uh yeah so that that's what that's what did the the podcast okay. and now it's like it's it doesn't have any fucking direction like I'm struggling with it dude yeah. like I need to find like something <laughs> but what why do you need direction you guys like well what is your for like what how do you decide what you're going to talk about each week do you guys like throw some ideas down or you just meet no. up and no that, that's honestly the only bit of direction i want i don't want the show to go in one direction yeah. i just want us to have enough of an idea per episode that we have a direction to riff in yeah you know and um and it turns out that uh 
it's actually fucking annoying to do. <laughs> like, so like sit down and like come up with all this shit to talk about. And then like you, you sometimes you you bring it you bring it out and the people are like, nah, I don't feel like talking about that. And you go, oh fuck. <laughs> all right. Because we're talking about other stuff today. <laughs> well, I saw one of your earlier episodes, you had your brother on. Uh you guys were just, you know, sitting across the table shooting the shit and then you know, yeah, that was neat to see. And then recently the you know, your food making him the Reddit's recipes. I was Dear, supposed to be doing that today. Yeah. God. You ate you made him eat that spam shot of Jameson or whiskey or something? Yeah. Yeah, man. They look uh, good. Uh, what do I got over here? Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What we have here is the next episode that was supposed to be filmed today, but he had some excuse. What, his <laughs> kids were sick? What, his kids puking all over the place? You can't come see your brother and eat a whole canned chicken that's pre-cooked? <laughs> you can't just slide this out onto a plate and eat it with, with your brother? I also got some canned bread. I don't know. I thought that was funny. It's just a loaf okay. of bread in a can. Uh, we got some wild burgundy snails. Escargot Ooh, in a can. It's like Tarkoffish. Yeah. Uh, haggis. Canned oh. haggis. Oh my god! And this one is, um, this is like cosmonaut food. That's what the Russians called astronauts. Oh my god! You kill that poor brother. And it's uh, this is a bur it's called Texas burger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hamburger mushed up and put into like a toothpaste tube. Ooh! And you squeeze it out into your mouth. Yeah. What and did your was, What did your brother do to excited. you? No. What did he do to you at a younger age to you want to? you know, instill this grief on him. Oh, well, um, I'm not instilling grief. I pay him. Okay. Yes, still. It's a, a princely sum to eat. <laughs> princely sum. The man, the man's recently gone through a divorce. He's paying child support. He's struggling here. Right? He's, <laughs> Cheap he's labor. Yeah. He's renting my, my house. Uh, it's the, the starter house I was telling you about. Yeah. He lives there now. And he pays me rent, and then I make him eat garbage out of my house. Some might say there's a weird power dynamic there, but I don't see it. If you look yeah. deep, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, but he he wouldn't come over and eat this stuff, so now his rent has gone up substantially. <laughs> <laughs> and will continue to go up. Until he shows up. Oh, <laughs> Until he shows up. Yeah. Oh, God. Now... Yeah, from a Twitch thing, from a Twitch side of things, it looks like, you know, it seems like Twitch, you treat it as sort of like a goldfish. It's there, you know, you once in a while you remember to feed it and you hop on. When did you start going live? Oh, yeah, I tried to do like regular. I, I Okay, so I guess like the dream is. And honestly, if you're a good business person, this is how you should do it. But you should uh, stream. And then the best clips from your stream or whatever, like do a live version of the video you're going to edit and then take the footage that you streamed, send it off to an editor or you edit yourself yeah. and turn it into a video and put it on YouTube and then repeat the process. And so you're making one series of content that you're then regurgitating into different platforms. Yeah. And uh, I was like attempting to do that. And then I realized that like, one, it makes for a worse stream, and two, it makes for a worse video. Yeah. And so technically, it's more efficient, 
But I also just feel kind of bad about like regurgitating stream content. Like if you go out of your way to go to my stream, you should get like a fresh batch of shit. Yeah. And if you go to my YouTube, you should get a fresh batch of shit. Now, sometimes I'll have like an insanely orchestrated stream where like some of those Tarkov drop streams where I'll like yeah. pre-do like commercials and like my own advertisements and stuff within the stream or like little like pre-filmed bits yeah and those i'm like that was a fucking banging ass stream let's turn that into a video yeah and the people seem to enjoy those so like i'll do that or the mail time streams like some of those mail time videos i'll be opening packages for eight goddamn hours and then i'll condense it down to like a a short video yeah shortish 30 minutes you know eight hours of content (laughs) and 30 minutes of highlights like come on that's like the best of the best um you know, doing stuff like that, I, I think is okay, but I'm not, you know, honestly, it's, we're all there to make people entertained or whatever, yeah. how you do it is as long as you're doing it, that's yeah. all that matters. But personally, I just felt like I started a stream and that was my intent was to stream, turn it into a video. And I yeah. realized it just made my videos kind of suck more. And yeah. so I stopped doing it as much. Now, do you enjoy going on Twitch or do you enjoy more just, you know, creating your content, creating your podcasts? Oh no, dude! Like a an edited video is a hundred times better than a, a stream. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's not even fucking close. <laughs> it's like it's like. What would you rather? Well, okay. Here's here's the the difference. Is it is honestly subjective. What would you rather do? Would you rather listen to an awesome album or would you rather go see it live and it sound like dog shit, but you get to see the person? Yeah. You know. Yep. People have their preferences for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, of course, I would like to go see a stream, but like most of the time, I would like to see an edited video. Because you're getting your best content. You're, you know, you're getting Sam's vision of what, you know, what you want them to see. Yeah. And not only that, but like, uh, there's some, if it's like something where I want it to hit a certain way, yeah. I can refilm it if it's, yeah. You know how many times yeah. I've gotten to the editing board and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> that did not come off as good as it could have. And I've reshot stuff. Yeah. And now, know? when it comes to those videos, are you storyboarding that out or you just have a vague idea? You have, you know, an idea of what you want to do? Um, like the what, Elder Ring video? video? Yes. For like, you know, for like the, the gaming ones, like the Elder Ring ones, and where it's not so much doing the multiplayer piece of it, but just, you know, your narrative. Oh, no. Like for, uh, Okay, so I have three types of videos yeah. that I do. One is I have the I, I like script out the whole goddamn thing yeah. from top to bottom. And those are usually mostly IRL stuff. Those are the like the cooking videos yeah. are not so much like scripted out, but there is very much like I know how it's going to play out. Yeah. The words that are said are that's all in, you know, that's in the moment. Yeah. But it, I know what's going to happen. I know how the video is going to be put together. Yeah. Um, unless like <laughs> fucking SWAT team busting halfway through, <laughs> nothing that goes on in that room is, you know, going to be unpredictable. And then, uh, and then the most common one that I have is this is going to sound really hackish, but this is exactly what it is, is I, I'm having fun playing a game with my friends. Yeah. That's it. And funny stuff's happening, and I record it. Yeah. Very important, by the way, I have replay buffer on. So, like, Shadow Play, how it records the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. OBS has the same thing. It's called replay buffer. Yeah. It just records the last 
whatever. And when something funny happens, you hit it. Because there's nothing worse than being like, okay, I'm recording. Now be funny. No, you need right. natural, even like, I don't know, like, it's anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. If you tell them, boom, you're being recorded, they're going to act different. Right. Yep. You know, you just have, that's why our podcast, I, I we just start recording and then we just have a conversation wherever it naturally builds into a, yeah. a funny starting point. That's when we start. Yeah. But um, most of my videos are just us having a fun time playing something. I get yeah. enough clips and I go, how do I shoehorn a narrative into this motherfucker? Because <laughs> I got about 45 minutes of just banger funny moments. Yeah. And I don't want it to be called Hunt Showdown Funny Moment Video. Right. You know, so we, you know, usually we're, you know, working on something like we'll just find like something in the game that's funny and we'll yeah. be predominantly using that. And then I'll be like, that's the video. Yeah. Okay. And then the the third type, this is the type that makes you the money. These come around once in a blue moon for me. Some people make them their bread and butter. Yeah. But it's when you come up with the title yeah. and the thumbnail before you even record the video. <laughs> When you just go like that's uh, Reddit's worst recipes. Yeah. That was one of those where I was just like, who wouldn't click on that? Right. Who wouldn't, you know, who doesn't want to see the worst dog shit the internet has to offer in yeah. food form? Anybody. And it's so easy to get more and more stuff because there's constant, it, the world's a never ending stream of dumbasses being born yeah. and, and they're cooking stuff. They're trying out new shit. We're in horrible economic times. We're sliding into a recession. Inflation's up. Groceries cost 40% more. People are going to start putting some weird-ass <laughs> sriracha on bananas and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I ain't got no food left. All I have is canned snails and, yeah. <laughs> and sand. What does this yeah. make? I don't know. And, uh, yeah, it's just like a never-ending stream. Yeah. You know, do I want to be a cooking channel? No. But I want to, you know, I mean, I'm going to I'll definitely make a video on it if it's you know, if it's just, it's funny concept. Right. Yeah. Those are the ones that like, honestly, if you want to make it here, here's a little Linus tech tip for those starting out aspiring YouTuber, right? If you're an aspiring YouTuber, you can't look at like a channel like mine or a channel like Pestiles or a channel like any of the successful people you look at. You can't just look at what they're doing and emulate it because one, what's the incentive to watch Right. You over them. And two, they can afford to do it. I can afford to make dumbass shit sometimes yeah. because I have a built-in audience. Right. If you're starting out, you have to make a video that someone's going to search for. And that's why you need to have the Mr. Beast ideas, you yeah. know? Mr. Beast, people shit on that guy all the time. Those video ideas are awesome. I think everybody can agree they wish somebody else was making them, but the ideas. <laughs> well, he's got like, the money to do whatever he wants. So fucking can, replace yeah. that guy with anybody, and I would be happier. Like literally any other human fucking being. <laughs> Just replace oh. Mr. Beast with a homeless guy or something. Like it would be way better. I fucking that guy just drives me up the wall for some reason. Oh, but shit. If if you just replaced him with like a normal ass human being, those videos would be so awesome. <laughs> but oh, you know what'd be great? Imagine Mr. Beast channel, but Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs oh, yeah. was the lead guy. Those would be those that would, would be, be tight videos. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mike Rowe's a cool guy. He is, and he can sing. He can sing. Yeah, he's an opera singer. I did not know that. Holy crap! Yeah. He was oh. my celebrity crush. 
<laughs> he's he's your uh, high school pass if it yeah. ever happens. Yeah, I told Abby, I was like, if Mike Rowe ever comes into town, I'm fucking him, and you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> I say, hey, Mike, come down to Tallahassee. I got a dirty job for you. <laughs> it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. As I'm just spreading my ass. All right, hold on. I mean, you go get another Dr. Pepper. You right. get the next most badass question ready. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, my body is a machine that turns aspartame <laughs> in some YouTube videos. All right, let's try this one. Okay, let's start a war here. Who would you say is your nemesis in the content creation space? And what two characters are you from what movie or TV show? Oh. My the start of war, yeah. Who's your nemesis on this platform? Um, I I can't I can't say a, a nemesis. <laughs> Honestly, I, I okay. If you would have asked me like a year and a half ago, it yep. would have been Aqua FPS for sure. Yeah. Uh, but um, now why was his? Why would you say he was your nemesis a year or so ago? What What uh, was the well, rip? okay? So me and no, like there was no beef. It was like a it was like a fake beef. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, Okay, so do you remember, uh, you see what happened to Rooster Teeth with, like, there was, like, uh, that guy Gavin Free from the slow-mo guys? No. No, he, he's, like, gotten in trouble recently because, like, there was someone at Rooster Teeth that was, like, uh, I think they were trans or something. And yeah. they, they, like, called uh, him or her a slur for a while oh. or something. And um, Gavin explained it away as, like, he was, like, I thought at the time that my impeccable moral fiber made those statements I was saying absurd. Like the person knew that it wasn't said with genuine heartfelt hatred okay. <laughs> because he's a inherently a good person. Yeah. Which that doesn't work. No. Right. No. Um, <laughs> I can call you the N word because I'm not racist. <laughs> It doesn't work. No, you can't. That no, no. doesn't fly. But uh, like, uh, <laughs> we used to like riff that Aqua was like a serial killer and like this <laughs> evil person because it's such a no-brainer that he is a great guy. You yeah. watch him for two seconds, and you're like, this dude wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, like that was the joke. Was like someone that's that much of a good person, that so docile too. Like I feel yeah. like if you just. <laughs> Like held a gun to his head, he'd be like, "Oh, come on, man! <laughs> <laughs> All right." <laughs> He's just so like laid back, and I, and it was just funny to me to think like someone that laid back like has to ha be like evil on the inside or something. <laughs> like you can't be that like just that good, you know? Yeah. So oh. I just thought it would be funny if like we we created like this. Uh, like this guy, dude, I'm telling you, like I, there was a bunch of these like stories that would pop up in comments. Like I met Aqua FPS and he fucking punched me in the face and told me to fuck. <laughs> all. Like, there was like all these like fake stories being written. And yeah, stuff. Uh, he would, like he spit in my face and told me to go fuck myself. Or, <laughs> and uh, and after a while, he was like, OK, you need to stop that. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like, when you did it, like the first like two or three times is funny. But then like the parroting of the audience starts doing, he's like, yeah, now that's all I fucking hear. And rightfully so. He was like, this is kind of like damaging my brand. Yeah. Which his brand is just, he's just a normal ass guy. Right. <laughs> and he's like, people are saying that I like kick homeless people down the stairs and shit. Which <laughs> oh, is not okay. And no. so, but, but I thought it would be funny mutually 
beneficial if we created an adversarial kind of yeah you know like two two fucking tarkov tycoons right so like pestley and veritas when they were yeah that's empires built (laughs) uh you know right next to each other and and uh and he uh he didn't really care for it how i was playing it (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those jokes that fell flat you know and and not only that but there was the the video the rat and chad video the yeah the inception of that very idea was in that video. I I didn't realize how it had happened, but I watched the video again and I found the fucking moment because someone like commented like the very moment. And it was, uh, Aqua was like something about like, you play this game, like fucking Peter Pettigrew from <laughs> Harry Potter. It's like, he's like this little rat man. <laughs> and, uh, and, and in that video, I think that's when I equated his play style to like a Chad, just reckless abandon. Yeah. And then mine is like, honestly, what I've boiled it down to is I've realized that I just don't have the reflexes. I don't have the physical capability to be better than the, the, the 14 year olds. Yeah. yeah. And so, so what if I wait around a corner with a shotgun? Like, <laughs> so what you walk through the door, I shoot you. I mean, like that's the beauty of the game. A grenade in. Yeah. yeah this is not, the, this is not the 1700s where you but face you, off one another. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't anticipate that. I would sit there quietly for 17 minutes waiting for you to exit. <laughs> Should have thought about that, dummy. <laughs> what do you mean that's not fun? <laughs> it's not fun. Even from even from my perspective, it's not fun. But I know you're having less fun than me, which means it's better in my end. <laughs> <laughs> you win. You know, end of the day. Mm-hmm. And now speak, yeah. you know, speaking of Tarkov, let's you know, how did you find the game? Like, you know, what was your path to Tarkov? That's a uh it might have been I, I have a friend, uh Muscle Bus that He's a Norwegian guy. Yeah. And he's into like those, uh, the dork games. The guys, they act like they're the badasses of the world, but all those Milsim games yeah. to the rest of the world, you're fucking nerds. All right. <laughs> the people that play fucking, uh, uh, where those like, uh, God, what's the name of that like jet game that people play in VR? I forget the name of it, but not DCS. There's something DCS or something like that or VTOL. Flying around. Yeah. Flying around little fucking jets and, playing truck driver sim and <laughs> with the $800 controller. Yeah. Foxhole. Uh, all those like uh, uh hell let loose. Yeah. Like the, like the slow crawl mill sim games. I think they're fun because of how serious everybody else takes them. Yeah. But um, he, he got me into like Tarkov. Okay. And what- he was like, look, it's got like, actually, isn't this fun? There's 48 different nine millimeter variants. <laughs> And some of them feed into magazines and some don't. And it doesn't tell you until you get into the game. Wow, Muscle, you're right. This is fun. (laughs) This is the most fun I've ever had in my life. When I put my mag in the gun, it says, hey, you're fucked. (laughs) You put the wrong shit in there. (laughs) This is is so much fun. (laughs) So so you fired it up. You started playing it. When did you get hooked? And what was the hook it had on you? Oh, um... Honestly, it was the, uh, I think the best thing to ever happen to Tarkov was not VoIP. Yeah. It was the hideout update. Yeah. Where they, where you, the purpose, the reason you entered the game was not to like just ki- get weapons and armor and get back out. Yeah. Like you had other stuff to get. Because then that means you could technically win without having violence at all. Right. That really like diversified play styles. Yeah. That diversified like p- 
players intent when they went in mm -hmm. you know like it changed that really just like opened the game up uh, okay and i'm kind of waiting for like have you played marauders yep that has yeah, potential marauders, it's a good game dude and it has a great loop right now but it needs like that moment for yep. it it needs like the hideout equivalent it needs like a reason to go out other than just snatching other people's helmets and going back to your ship right yeah you know but it's a uh, it's a good game right now but, yeah uh, i think that's great potential and the whole space aspect of it or, or the ships using ships to hijack other people that's that's a neat twist and i think that has a lot of you know that's it could be a really good thing coming you know when that thing gets further along the line for development yeah have you played Dark and Darker? I have not. Oh, that's a game. Is it? That's a fucking game. <laughs> that game will put hair on your chest. Is it like a dungeon slasher, though? or is it? Yeah, it's Tarkov, but you're just four dipshits with swords and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine going out into, like, a little dungeon, like Tarkov. Like, yeah. You go out, you, you pick your, your little helmet and your yeah. shield, and you just go out into a dungeon, and there's, you know, like 10, 15 way. other people that have the same thing. And you're you're dungeon crawling. It's it's oh, great. That's a neat concept. It's almost like more fun because there it's not like a line of sight thing. Like right. Tarkov, you could someone can get you from like a mile away. Yeah. In this game, you'll just be looking at someone that's twelve feet away from you, going like ah, <laughs> and you can kind of like run from them yeah. and stuff. It's oh, it's shit. a lot goofier. Yeah. You know, because everything's melee except for little wizards and stuff. Yeah. But now they're dorks. <laughs> we kill wizards on sight. <laughs> Me and my friends, we massacre wizards. <laughs> oh, man. Now, you know, from a Tarkov standpoint, when did you find out you were getting your streamer item? What was the what's the story behind that? I asked for I asked for a goddamn Daniel Boone hat <laughs> that look that was made out of like a rat pelt. Yeah. They gave me a fucking sody pop. All right. <laughs> I was not consulted. I wasn't asked. It's not they a diet soda. There's no aspartame in that in Joe I, I don't. I think it does say diet oh, in okay. the description. <laughs> I don't. Know. I, I know Fair TX did the artwork for it, so that's great. Oh no way! I like Fair TX. Yeah. Oh, that's but, cool. But um, that guy, dude, that guy's got some editing chops. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, speaking of editing, like, do you edit all of your own videos except for the the podcast video? Yeah, the podcast is edited. Yeah. Uh, by my friend Stalt. Yeah. And then. Um, what I'll do is in the event that I do stream something yeah. and I want it to turn into a video and I'm crunched for time, what I'll do is I'll send off the clips from stream to an editor friend. I yeah. have Shiro is one of them that I used and he'll cut it down and then I'll still make like an introduction or yeah. like some sort of narrative piece to go with it or, or something. You'll do to, your thing to your spin yeah. or whatnot. And and I'll 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 usually open up whatever he edits and yeah. and add some stuff to it, but okay uh, for the most part, like <clears throat> if I use an editor, it's to like cut out that that fucking annoying day of sitting down and having five hours of shit to yeah. go through and find the funny. Right. I just find someone that they're the funny maker. Yeah. Because editing, I don't know if you guys have edited before, but there's i have fun shooting yeah the video i love shooting the video irl videos i love shooting um gaming videos obviously you get to play games you know that's the <laughs> absolutely part. but then there's like sometimes there's that moment where i have to open up the project file yeah that first like 
that first pass through is the most grueling dog shit I have ever gone through in my life. <laughs> where you're just like going through and getting the funny and cutting out the garbage. But then the second pass, once you have the cream yeah. that rises to the top, that's all you have on that storyboard is funny. Mm -hmm. Then that's where the funny, like the fun editing comes in. Yeah. Where you start doing weird cuts and like grouping together things that are thematically same, yeah. similar, and you can have like a section or whatever. I don't know. I love that part. Yeah. Like structuring a video is awesome, but just getting your raw footage Slicing out it is, up and yeah. Oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah, I hate it. Now looking back, is there anything, what, what would you have done differently if you had a, you know, is there a certain point where you like, oh, you know, I should have got, I should have done this. I should have zigged instead of zagged. Yeah, there's, <laughs> Yeah, if you fucking open up a video you've made in the past and go, damn, this is perfect all the way through, then you're a goddamn psychopath, right? <laughs> you should always be insanely critical of your videos. Like, I open up any video of my own and I go, oh, no. <laughs> I could have done that so much better. What a, like, if you're not tearing apart your own product, then you're an idiot and you're becoming complacent. Yeah. And now... Looking back on all your videos, is there one video, like, are there some videos where you're like, fuck, this is an awesome video. This is going to explode. And it just does nowhere near the numbers you expect. But then there's this one that you like, you slap together and it just explodes. Yeah, that's. That's YouTube. That was me during the, the Skyrim days. Yeah. yeah. Especially like, I, it finally, not that long ago, I think I finally like privated. Okay. So here's, here's the thing is. YouTube is a constant, like it's a constant monitor of your channel. Yeah. And so if you have a video that does well and then you remove it, it pops up and it goes, oh, Sam got, if it has a million views on it, Sam got negative a million views for this day. Oh, shit. And it, and it literally just like pistol whips your channel and the algorithm. Oh, wow. The algorithm goes, wow, negative a million people like this guy today? That's not a lot of people. <laughs> oh. This guy all of a sudden is really unpopular. So in times of extreme success is when I then go into the backlog and yeah. I go, I can afford to, to cut out some of the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Because I still get DMs from people where they're like, hey, dude, this video, I mean, this thing's from like 2015 and you were saying some shit in here that ain't okay today. <laughs> no <laughs> and way. And I go, I go, uh, okay, I just, this, I got a video that's banging right now. I can afford to lose this one and I'll get rid of them. And sometimes those hurt because it's like a great video. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we were stupid and ignorant back then and we'd say some weird shit. Yeah. So you have to remove it and you go, damn. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, great video. <laughs> great video with a dark spot in it yeah oh <laughs> shit i mean yeah i didn't even think about things like that uh. and now yeah. twitchcon was this past twitchcon your first one or have you gone to other ones in the past no i've never been to twitchcon and let me tell you something as an event twitchcon fucking sucks <laughs> like <laughs> you are not going there for the convention by any means yeah that shit is a hundred percent a business like it's it's a it's a convention that is modeled to be predatory on oh. new streamers, on streamers starting out, because Twitch knows that the average like turnaround, or I guess what turnover rate or whatever for streamers is like ninety days. Like most people stream for ninety days and then give up. Oh wow! Because they don't get any success. Right. So TwitchCon is just like trying to get people to stream more, and trying to get them hooked, yeah. and trying to like get them invested, and trying to get them success so that Twitch can be successful in turn. 
but um so it's very like you need to buy this and you need to buy that and you this is how you like the seminars and stuff they yeah. had were like this is how you get a this is how you talk to your chat if you have four viewers like it's <laughs> it's that kind of shit and how to maintain a healthy community yeah and how to moderate a chat and i'm by the way, I have like one mod and it's just some random ass guy. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah, I think his name's Shaka Sean. And I was just like, I don't know, his name's funny. I'll make a mod. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept showing up. And he, if someone does something crazy, he's yeah. like, all right, I guess I'll fucking do it. <laughs> and what about your Discord? Is that the same way? It's just sort of like Wild West or? Discord's a goddamn nightmare, is right? It? The, that place is fucking horrible. Hang <laughs> on, it's your Discord. No, it's not my fuck. Okay, I started it. Yeah. And then I like walked away from it for a little while. And I, okay, so this is how my Discord works. I started it and I was like, hey, we'll make all these little rooms and everything. We'll have all these little communities. Yeah. And then like the problem is those, all that's, it's populated by fucking the worst the internet has to offer. <laughs> these are people that are choosing to socialize exclusively on the internet. And they're like, they're like, I'm going to seize power. Like they see. <laughs> Every every person in disc in my Discord is just they're like they're like Peter Baelish from Game of Thrones. They're like chaos is a ladder. We're gonna climb our way up. A bunch of like social climber like corporate uh, psychopaths, but they're focused on Discord. Yeah. And so me and my friends, we used to have like a little private room up there, and we we're hanging out up there. There was a day when I used to do like cinema night, and we we would watch a movie, and yeah. we'd all like we'd stream the movie to Discord. Incredibly illegal. We did it anyways. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> It's goddamn Wild West in my Discord, you know? <laughs> so what? We stream Kurosawa films to, like, 100 people in Discord. I don't give a fuck. We'd watch some movies, and we'd all sit there and, like, like uh, you know, shoot conceited douchebags would be like, yes, that was a good movie. I like the coloring or the framing or whatever. We would act like we were filming oh, up. And then uh, there would be, like, different, you know, little things that we'd do. There was, like, a musician chat and everything. There was art chat. Yeah. And, um... It was a very cool community. And uh, and then, like, there was a lot of fighting amongst people. And I kind of, like, got disenchanted with the whole thing. So I was like, I'm going to just hang out with my friends up here in this little <laughs> private room. And I would just get in there and get into the private room. And I wouldn't look at, like, the text channels. And I wouldn't look at, like, the little chats for, like, the private chats that people yeah. had made for their groups. And all of a sudden, I'm getting, like, emails and stuff. People are like, there's, like, a, a circle of... Nazis in your Discord, oh and I'm like, what? The? And they and these people are like pointing the finger at me, like you've done this, you've cultivated the Nazi group. And I'm like, dude, I just—it's a free Discord. Like, I just made it, and then I walked away for eight months, and they moved in. You know, like squatters have moved in. Yeah, squatters have moved in. I was explaining this exact same thing to someone else, like not even a week ago. But I was like, imagine you're like a builder and you make a house, yeah, and then like those goddamn Seventh-day Adventists move in and have the Waco massacre there and then they come after you and go, you built the house where those people killed all those kids. <laughs> I didn't kill the kids. I just built the house. Like, I started the Discord. I don't, I didn't go in there and moderate each person. You know, there's like 40,000 people in there. And now it's like, it's grown to the point where you go in there, go in there and just ask a random person in voice chat, be like, hey, do you know General Sam? They'll be like, who? Like they <laughs> my name's on the goddamn Discord title. It's called General Sam's Discord. Half those people don't even know who the fuck I am. 
it's, it's, it's its own thing now. Yeah. I'll type in general chat and then people will be like, why is your name red? Because <laughs> I own the fucking place. That's why it's my castle you're sleeping in, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Ask him why my goddamn name's red. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Oh yeah, we got off track there with TwitchCon. So what was you know when you going out to TwitchCon? The highlight just hanging out with with your boys in real life then essentially. Oh yeah, yeah, in California too. So you know, like <laughs> lots and lots of substances that are not regulated. Yeah, yeah uh, great times. Um, honestly, a lot of fun, a lot of cool people. Yeah. Um, and what was really cool was you know you're a dad or whatever, yeah. right? How old are your kids? Uh, I've got 22, 19, and 13. Oh, shit. You, okay, so your your kids are at the age where they're like, I don't fucking care about this guy anymore. Nope, yeah, not they, anymore. You're not cool. You're nope. not cool anymore. Nope. Um, but coming home with gifts, that's the... Is that the... <laughs> no, no, like, uh, it, was, it was just kind of nice to, like, be able to just walk out my goddamn Airbnb and go. Yeah. You know, that nobody talks about that. But as a parent, like I can't if I just wanted Whataburger mm -hmm. right now, I can't just get up, walk out that fucking door and get in my car and go. Nope. Because I got the little humans up there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's something you have to factor in. And so it was very freeing being in San Diego where they have. Have you ever seen limes and yep. birds? They're like those little electric scooters. Mm hmm. Dude, we had a parking spot right next to the Airbnb, oh. and then at the other corner, across the street, was a bodega, a liquor store. Oh shit! And so, dude, it was constant. If we weren't <laughs> drinking at the Airbnb and partying, we were getting on those limes, drunk as shit, and riding through the city like madmen. The amount of lime rides we had when we shouldn't have had—it was just. Oh I mean, man, we were like a gang, dude. It was like a. It, it was like goddamn Lords of Dogtown, dude. It would be like 2 a.m. <laughs> We're riding the streets in those limes, dude. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Now, who did you meet anybody for the first time that you haven't met? And you're like, wow, okay, that's, that was a cool meet that person. Like, you know, somebody you've had playing with for years or anything like that? Um, I met Charborg. Yeah. It, I don't know if, do you know who Charborg I is? I don't. Oh, dude. You want to see some videos? Yeah. It, okay, if you want to, what's what's cool is like, I I feel like Charborg is Charborg and Bed Banana are like your favorite YouTubers' favorite YouTuber. You okay, know what I mean? yeah, like they're they're the ones that got you Charborg, into YouTube. Yeah, I okay, I'm not gonna say it now, but there was a time when I was frustrated with Charborg. I was like, get off your ass, you lazy motherfucker! Like you. <laughs> Make a video once every six months. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you, you have lightning in a bottle here. Your mind, uh, your mind is <laughs> perfect for this. Use it. And because uh, there's nothing worse than just squandered potential. Yeah. And uh, but now he does like streaming and then he has like an editor that he is making him edit in a very Charborgian way. Yeah. But Charborg's videos that he works on that he edits. I always love uh, when people edit in a way that I would never edit. Yeah. Because I would never think of it, you know what I mean. It's just and um, he does stuff like that, and uh, so meeting him in person was awesome. Yeah, because we also we also clicked like that. It was just it was perfect. Oh, cool. And uh, and because there's nothing worse than wanting to like someone and you meet and you realize we do not vibe at yeah. all. 
have you ever met someone like that and you're like uh -huh. oh my god we have, we're nothing alike yeah but uh, actually now that i think about it, me and charborg are nothing alike but we do click yeah you know what i mean but there are some people where it's just like you're not on the same wavelength yeah and uh it, me and him definitely are which is cool yeah i had a buddy who played for the lakers and he, it was back when Shaq and kobe and phil jackson well my buddy's kind of like a you know free spirit hippie guy he thought he was going to mesh so well with phil jackson no not one bit they were not like at all. nope oil and fire that's or you know water and oil it was like oh shit so yeah so i know oh, what you, yeah. i was gonna say oil and fire is an exclusive yeah, combo yeah <laughs> well, they, they water fucked in oil. the locker room at first sight i thought we would be friends we ended up being fiery fiery sexual partners <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> they couldn't keep us apart. <laughs> I didn't even speak to him. I didn't even know his fucking last name. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. Um, I would say there's a streamer for Marauders, and he also streams Tarkov. His name's Lettuce Sucks. Yeah. Lettuce. I. By the way, not to hurt your feelings, Lettuce. I didn't know you were a streamer. And <laughs> he fucking shows up with, uh, he was hanging out with Poob and Omid. Yeah. And, uh, and Devin, ex full camper. Yeah. And they were, they were all hanging out and he was just like this cool guy. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And we just hung out several nights while at TwitchCon. Yeah. And I got back and I was like, this guy's a streamer. <laughs> That's what I do for a living. And now, like, I have his goddamn phone number in my phone. Like, we text and everything. Yeah, oh, so that cool. one was cool. Yeah. Oh, man. So would you go back again in a couple of years or next year? Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think not only is it important for you as a person yeah. to go actually socialize and meet these people, <clears throat> but it is also wow did you hear that that was, was fine that? yeah <laughs> that noise um i think it was one of these guys absolutely <laughs> yeah it was her actually <laughs> uh but it's also like i think it's good networking yeah yeah it's uh which is an important part of the job i've become very insulated within my little group yeah because we're working on so many projects together like the D and D thing, like we're constantly scheming on stuff and how to make it. Cause we do everything. We do the music, we do the art, we do the everything. Oh, you bit do the it. music too. We do all of it. Oh, that's cool. None of it is done. We do all the editing. Yeah. We do all the art, all the, all the animation. We, we've each gotten a goddamn MIDI keyboard. We've each gotten <laughs> after effects. We've each gotten, uh, you know, like FL studio. And then I've, I've started doing like, pixel art and stuff like oh, that shit. like it, we, we are just doing as wild as possible yeah like what is at first the theme of it was going to be do you remember that movie super bad yep when they find uh uh what was, what's the fat kid's name again nah, nah, I Josh. Um, yeah i forget his name uh, yeah but anyways he has a in like seventh grade they find his lunchbox full of dick drawings on on college ruled paper and I was like, that's what I want the style to be. It's yeah. just like sketched on college ruled paper. Yeah. Like everything is just like like from a kid's notebook yeah. type look, but in a D&D show. And then it evolved to just basically like, what if everything's just handmade in like the worst way possible, in yeah. the most mixed media way possible? <laughs> like some of it's live action, some like of sloppy it's Like Sloppy South Park. Yes, just like bah, like everything. Uh, Papercraft, that's a good idea. We're talking about doing like a papercraft. Yeah. And um, 
it, that's mostly what I've been doing yeah. recently. And it's been so like creatively exhausting. I haven't like looked up and realized I have not talked to some of these people that are in my social circle in so fucking long because oh, I've been busy like working, Yeah, you know? And I'm like, God damn, dude, I need to like, yeah. So every event that I can go to, I'm going to go to. Oh, good. Yeah, as long as, you know, I call around and see my friends are going to it because I don't right. want to be stuck at TwitchCon actually going to the panels. God, <laughs> you'll be, be up on a panel. Horrific. <laughs> yeah, that'd be horrible. Uh, you'll be doing a Twitch Rivals with Fortnite kids or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ah, my friends went to this one. Oh. Uh, I wish I would have gone to TwitchCon Amsterdam, though. Amsterdam sounds dope. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a lot of people had fun over there. Yeah. So now when you when you're not making videos, you know, what's what's the same like to do? Is it? <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> this, this is the this is the day job and the fun and the passion. Any shows is you it? and Abby watch? Any movies or anything like that? You know? Dude, I haven't I I got a whole ass like I don't know if I can even show it. I would have to move my camera and everything. I got like a, I set up like a whole like living room lounge swag pad area with yeah. a big ass TV. Yeah, I got like a sound bar and everything. And I got a bunch of Blu-rays and I have, cause I love movies. Yeah. And, uh, but I feel like I'm so busy creating media that I don't have any time to ingest it. Yeah. And my friend, like my friend, Brian was making fun of me. Cause I was like, dude, I like sat down and binged watched, uh, some, uh, better call Saul. Yeah. Because I'd never, like, finished Breaking Bad, but I'd heard Better Call Saul was good, so I yeah. started watching that. And uh, I, in my eyes, I'd watched the shit out of it. And he was, like, almost wrapping up the show. He's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm still on episode three. Like, <laughs> He's like, episode three? Though? You told me you started watching it a month ago. I was like, I found three hours in a month. I'm sorry. That's what I got. All right? There's a long-ass episodes. And by the way, while I'm watching it, I'm still drawing stuff for D&D. Like, yeah. I'm not... You're not disconnecting. You're still. No, yeah. yeah, I'm still like in it. Yeah. I'm just a goddamn whirling dervish of, I don't know if it's, if I'm just like constantly working. Cause yeah. I, I need, I need to find a work life balance, but, um, but what I, what I, I found, know. what I found, I'm never is, like grinding. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, no, I'm it's, never hating it. Yeah. What I was, what I found is all the people who've come on, you know, a lot of them are the same mentality. It's, it's a passion you have. It's not a, you've, you don't look at it as a job, even though it's consuming a lot of your time. It's just something you enjoy. Yeah. Now, part of it, I'm not going to lie, is that I've diversified the content that I've made so much. Yeah. So there is some stuff that's highly orchestrated and those would be like YouTube videos. Yeah. And those take a long time to make. And then there's some stuff that is what I would consider garbage. Yeah. No offense. And that's like me talking with my friends for two and a half hours and yeah. then it's cut down into a podcast. And I'm like, you know, how much? Because I, I feel like the work, the actual work yeah. is the edit. Yeah. This I don't consider work. I think we're just having a pleasant conversation. Right. Now, for the viewer, they'll be like, oh, that's great and everything, but I don't consider this work. I'm yeah. just, like, being a goddamn human being right now. Right, having a conversation, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I split my time up by doing podcasts like this. Yeah. This is, I think, fun. But if I did this all day, I would get burnt out. Right. But I do this. 
then I do editing. Yep. And then I do like artsy stuff where I'm like, you know, I was, I'm, I'm doing like a live action paper doll. Yeah. So I have like little boots that I put on my fingers and I'm like walking them in front of a green screen. Yeah. And I'm like trying to make all this different shit for this D and D thing. Oh, ba- you see this fucking hot babe right here? I do. This GIF. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gonna be my D and D character, but imagine complete mixed media of the legs are gonna be my fingers with boots, <laughs> and then the body's gonna be like drawn, and then maybe like a pixel art cape or something. Yeah. I, I'm gonna figure out a way to do it, but like that stuff's so very different from other stuff. Now yeah. here's here's where we're gonna get dark. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna dive into the psyche of someone like Pestily. Yeah. How does he not get burnt out streaming? Every goddamn day. But you, he's doing IRL stuff now with his neighbor. And he's filming himself doing the chair, you know, jumping out of an airplane, being water skied in a, uh, you know, streamer streamer chair. Okay, rewind. Yeah. Eight months ago, before you did any of that. Yeah. How close was that guy, do you think, to, like, stuffing a pistol in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he could sit there and stream that much. Like, those people that just sit down and go, like, I'm streaming, like, all day. And then they send off their stuff to editors. Like, you, you, you're dedicating so much a percentage of your time to doing the same thing. Yeah. It's like, at, at some point, no offense to the people that do that. Like, I just am not built that way. I would almost rather be, like, an assembly line guy at a Ford factory that's just putting the same bolt on a car. Yeah for eight hours a day well, like that's what i don't that's where i i think a lot of the people who are stuck maining a game that's it's got to be so hard especially when the game takes a downturn or you get tired of playing the game you have no outlet yeah that's that's and, the scary part for i think a lot of people who you know left whatever career they have and they're trying to make a go at this yeah that's why you don't I guess make your career a game. Yeah. <laughs> I think Pestley's realized that too. That's why yeah. he's doing the IRL stuff. Yeah. It seems like you know? a lot of people have branched out to do, you know, IRL stuff. You've got like red ops going golfing. You've got other people just doing, you know, outside stuff, which is yeah. good for, I'm sure from a mental health standpoint too. And it's cool to just see the Twitch people trying to interact with normal people yeah. in public. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like it's like you get to see what the animal sees in a zoo, <laughs> you know, <laughs> from the camera view. <laughs> All these like normal people, like, what the fuck? This guy's got a backpack with a camera and everything on yeah. it. What the hell? He's like IRL streaming. This is very strange. <laughs> I've always wanted to do like a fishing stream, yeah. you know, where I, I go get like a full rig and we just go on a fishing boat, have it all set up with cameras and mics. Yeah. And we go, I know nothing about fishing. I don't fish. <laughs> I think it would be cool to, you know what we should do? We should go up to the vast Northern ca- Canadian iciness and we should go ice fishing and do a stream up there. Is there any internet up there? <laughs> satellite. Yes. We could satellite? You know, bring up we a get- satellite phone and yeah. Yeah, be cold, man. Six feet of ice. That's why I make blankets. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we go out there with a Swiss Army knife, cut a little hole in the ice. Yeah, you know, yeah. That seems like riveting for like five minutes. We'd probably have a quick turnover of people (laughs) going in and out of the stream. (laughs) But admit it, you have never gotten on Twitch and just been like, oh, I guess these guys are ice fishing. And it's just a a streamed view of like two guys sitting around a hole. Yeah. (laughs) And just nothing, no buildings no. in sight, just out in the middle of the goddamn ice. Yeah, they took their like little Chevette car out, drove it onto the ice, and yeah. <laughs> you uh, see spiderweb cracks from the camera going towards the guys. 
Oh. Well, Sam, yeah. thank you so much for doing this, dude. Uh, we're not done yet. Okay. We end it when we we're going another forty-eight right, minutes. Dude, no, let's go. Ahead. Ahead. I have nothing. I got nothing else. <laughs> oh, but before you go, though, I, it's you know, I at the end of the stream, I ask people or a pod, I ask people to call out somebody in your circle who you think has a good story that should come on. Hmm. Should come on this show. Should come on the podcast and and share their story. Hmm. Have you had Sturdecki on? No, I have not. No, that guy's got a—he's got kind of a funny. You have to—you have to pry into it. Okay, all right. But I'll dig into it. From from what I gather, I don't know him really well. I've tried to get close to him. He's—he's he's prickly, dude. He's hard to—he's hard to get a read on. I this—I gotta—I need you to suggest somebody that you have this connection to. That hey, Sam called you out. You got to come on the pod. I can't watch a stranger. That, but I, 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 I know he's not a complete stranger. Okay, I've met him in person. I've right. played with him several times. All right, he's just a, a goddamn enigma. Oh, and that's why it's important for you to do a deep dive. Try to get the blood out of the I, stone. Yeah, I, I get the feeling he was like born in a cult or something, and then like <laughs> escaped it. And now he lives in like Mexico City. Oh shit! Because okay. he's like, yeah, you don't have to be very successful on Twitch to live in Mexico, you know. So he's there's a backstory. Yeah, there's a backstory. Yeah. Absolutely, he, he's got some shit going on. And and he he's pretty cool because like, what's funny is he he's one of those guys that just goes all in on like the worst ideas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no offense, through that if you're watching this, I think it's hilarious and I love you. You do you, but like a game will come out like Star Wars Squadrons, oh, you know? Yeah. Just based off the title, I know that ain't gonna go fucking nowhere. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. That's a game that people are gonna play for like twelve hours and then never play again. And uh, when that came out, the dude made a cardboard like tie oh, fighter no. in his living room, <laughs> and he like he with a full ass outfit, and he streamed from the inside of this cardboard spaceship that he made around his desk. Oh my god! And then like Marauders was like doing some big event, and oh, he made like he a, a box a or card- something. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Like a like a yeah, Escape he made like a something. tube. Yes, yeah, a pod. Yeah, <laughs> and. There was some other one that he did too, where oh, I remember he. There was a game called Lost Oasis, yeah, Last Oasis, that was people played it for like twelve minutes. Like there was, no, like, it was not. <laughs> he was like he went all in on it and was just a one man clan. Oh my god! And like he was like, I have a thousand hours in this game. I'm like, you're the only person on. Like there's <laughs> nobody else on. He just he finds things to sweat on, yeah. and just goes all in. And I'm like, what the fuck, oh, dude? Shit. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, we'll get him on. Oh, two things. So where does yeah. where did General Sam come from? What you know why you General remember, Sam? You remember uh Age of Empires? Yeah. Remember that game? Yeah. Well uh, you could name your guy your your like campaign or whatever. Yeah. And me and my dad would play against each other and so uh, no my way. name my name was General Sam because I was like, Man, what, okay, what's the name of the guy that leads the army? It's the general. It's the general, yeah. And so, and I thought that was such a cool name. And then, like, my video started taking off, and I was like, yeah. that's the dumbest fucking name. <laughs> Why'd it have to be something I made when I was like eight years old? <laughs> Why couldn't it have been something cool? <laughs> now, did you ever but, beat your dad at Age of Empires? Or? No, he's a, he's a fucking adult. He has like normal, like, he knows that you can't run a military without some goddamn corn and shit to feed him. And I would be like, I have. 48 horsemen and they, it's a bigger a bigger army than you'll ever have and my dad's like yeah but i have like an economy <laughs> exactly. you know i have like 
like trade and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not, I don't have like oh. an entire civilization based off of horsemen. Horses, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, what is it? War are... of attrition always wins. Yep. You know, it's like when it comes down to that first blow, it's whoever has more farms in those yep. games. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And what are, what are some of Sam's favorite movies before I let you go? Oh, they're real cliche picks too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of pulp fictions, a lot of big Lebowski's. Yeah. You know, it's you ever the normie Snatch? Pick. Snatch? Yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah, dude. Snatch, Lock Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, Rock and Roll. All those yeah. are great. Yeah, those are great movies. So Guy Have you seen that picture of Guy Ritchie leaving the uh the hotel with Madonna when he was married to her? No. Or he was dating her. And she has this bitch is crazy. She was. Uh, she has a plastic bag in her hand. Yeah. And inside the plastic bag, it's completely see-through, and inside of it is a strap-on dildo. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay. First of all, <laughs> this isn't some boy toy. This guy's a goddamn acclaimed director at right. this point. And you, I know you switch the bag out when you leave a sex shop. They give you a black bag. All right, it's the same bag they use at liquor this, stores. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, she went out of her way to go get a clear wow. like, pharmacy bag. That's child custody after she divorced him. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and so she's she's just walking out, and she has it so like I'm showing it off. Like, <laughs> oh this my is god, the strap on, and Guy Ritchie's just like fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. But back to Snatch Show, that that's probably my favorite from the soundtrack, the way it was shot. It was just so oh, such yeah. a you know so many good lines. That intro sequence and everything's classic. One I shot, recently, yeah. yeah. I recently stole that intro sequence for something. Too. Oh no way! Um, yeah, but, uh, the whole heist and everything with Benicio yep. del Toro. Yep. Yeah, I, I love that movie because I uh, dialogue and everything spot on. Yeah, I love like the interwoven. Four or you five know. stories all looped together. Yeah. And that very Tarantino-esque yep. kind and of storytelling. The three guys, you know, the the black guys, you know, just like who's the driver and he can't drive, you know. It's like <laughs> Yeah, he can't drive at all. He's just a big fat guy. Yeah. Got like some five hundred pound dude. <laughs> Squatting this little driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Some great yeah, that lines. movie's that movie's great. Uh I recently watched um Being John Malkovich, which I thought was pretty damn good. Yeah. In fact, uh, actually, what, what movie did I rewatch that I was just absolutely loving? And now I can't think of it. God damn. It was just like, it was like a banger. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to give that another go. Yeah. And I watched it a second time. And it was equally good. It was like one of those movies from when I was a kid. Not and Jim Cotter. No, it was not Jim <laughs> Cotter. <laughs> Oh, it was uh, uh, Blade Runner, the, oh, the first Blade Runner. With Harrison Ford, that yeah, one? Yeah, Harrison Ford. Yeah, I watched that, and uh, and then I watched it, like, again, like, six months later. Yeah. It fucking bangs, dude. I love that movie. Okay. And then, and then Blade Runner 2049, I've just been kind of, like, watching that in segments. Yeah. I love those movies, dude. Those movies rock. Yeah. People shit on Blade Runner 2049. Dave Bautista and, the, like, the opening scene where he's, like, farming the... Uh, the little centipedes or whatever for protein. Yeah. I love that scene. Just the sound of that heavy motherfucker walking across the floor. It's like an off-grade house, his yeah. house. And just him just like, doom, 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 like lumbering across the floor. That, uh, that scene's badass. I don't know. I love those movies. Yeah. Uh. But I got, I got really normie dude movie picks. Yeah. If you keep asking, you'll be like, oh, wow. You like Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Saving Private Ryan? Okay. Uh... <laughs> 
Now, okay, how about from a comedic standpoint? You know, what what ones stick out for you from from that standpoint? I don't watch a lot of comedy movies. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I can't stand them. Oh no way! No, I think they suck. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, the whole time I'm watching them, I'm like, this fucking blows. I don't. I, I'm not like a big comedy movie guy. Like something like Spaceballs that is over the top. Nah. No. Yeah. No. Rick Moranis and yeah. stuff. No, I'm not big on it. Oh shit! Yeah. I mean, like, I, I'll watch it. And, yeah. I mean, I have watched it, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny. But yeah. I'm not, like, a, I'm not big on it, which is hilarious because, like, Poob, he just loves, he watches every dog shit comedy that oh, comes All those stupid-ass comedies. Yeah. Like, I'm like, do you have no self-respect, like, watching <laughs> every goddamn Adam Sandler movie that comes out? Oh, man. I'm awesome. not going to waste my time watching that shit. <laughs> Now, there's some movies that I think are... I love movies that are, I guess, like black comedies. Yeah. Once again, cliche pick, American Psycho is yeah. fucking hilarious to me. That's a yeah. cliche pick, but that's a that's a good movie, man. That's a good movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. All right, my friend. Well, hey, thank you for doing the pod. I appreciate it. It was awesome meeting you, dude. It was awesome meeting you, too. Yeah. All right. Take it easy. All right. You, too.